Welcome back. It's the MCU crew. It's, it, the last show was uh, June 26th, by my estimation. It's been four that's months. So wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. The, a long-ass fucking time ago. What the fuck? It was a long-ass time ago. Can't believe it's November. The strikes are over, and we're back. We're done. It's over. There's no more hey, strikes. kids. Welcome back. Welcome back. Nice to see y'all. Yeah. Uh... I think Jesse said I cured his depression when I showed up. Wow. Little bronze ray of light. Wow. So does that, is that, is she a winter of life? Are you saying she's in it? You know, in agents of shield, there was a character that fucking damn it. I will leave for another six months. (sighs) Agents of shield. I'm not saying bronze is a mutant, but I'm saying, not that x factor you know what i'm saying oh oh i don't know what that means i know what are you you don't need to know it sounded good it's time to move on are you are you like simon cowell is that what you're saying oh you're cruising for your for your eighth marriage jesse oh boy oh boy we're back we're so back uh let's talk about the future of mcu crew let's let's get off uh the the show with this I don't know if MCU crew is going to last in terms of what uh, we want it to be because the MCU is slowing down. Uh, Kevin Feige, as well as Bob Iger, both uh, have been pretty vocal and pretty adamant about this uh, quality over quantity uh, approach, what they are trying to do with the production. And uh, I think we are all in agreement that thank fucking God. (laughs) Like now's the time. Uh, next year, I think they are only slated to have a singular, uh, film come out and that is Deadpool three. Um, I think Mm -hmm. there might be a TV show. I think echo, uh, is one of the, the Disney plus shows, um, for next year, but, uh, next year. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. We might, we might even watch that, uh, that trailer sometime later in this episode. All right. It's January, but like, Oh, and it does technically count as next year. It does. It does. Uh, so that would mean, uh, barring any uh, show cancellations, 52 shows with a movie and a TV show <laughs> to talk about is not necessarily something that uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, so we might be changing. We, sh- we probably will. We haven't 100% committed to a name or anything like that, but we might be changing the show to just be in... The, the nerd i don't know we talk about all the things talk about shows that we're that we're watching because we all watch a bunch of stuff we're all ingrained in different aspects of nerd culture jp all that thing this means we can finally discuss like yellowstone and fargo on the show yeah yeah we, nope. we could do all that jesse nope. we can make jesse. we could get jesse to watch uh, yellowstone jesse jesse while still john also Hamm. having like uh you know john MC i love john Hamm. Hamm. I, look I love He's in John season Hamm. five of Fargo. And here's the cool thing about Fargo. It's an anthology series. You can just start with season five Ooh. and get the John ham, get, get a, take a, take a bite out of that ham haunch. Guys, I'm saying 
We got 500. I got 500 more episodes of One Piece that I could discuss. Uh, I'm just saying, what if instead we rebrand this podcast specifically to cover Madam Web and all the hype leading up to that movie's launch? <laughs> what if we just only Madam, we call it the web, we call it the web, the web zone. And in the web zone, we only talk okay. Madam Web. Oh boy. Madam Web's awesome powers, the implications. For the oh future boy. of the Sony verse and all the amazing things that could possibly happen in a Venom three, you know, I'm just saying the what the one it could thing, be huge. The, just talking about like the the industry uh, that covers the MCU. The past four months have been the most absurd coverage of a thing that I think I've ever seen uh, because you had like the entire world of I PR. You changed the subject away from a Madam Web based podcast. No, no, I'm, I we can do it. We I can go study like some spiders in Africa, like. But the, no, it's, I'm just you're the, it's because it's 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 just almost absurd as how much they've been covering or how they've been covering Hollywood. You're calling my idea absurd? Yeah. Yeah, Jesse, I am. <laughs> Cuz the PR people were like, "Guys, you know who's not an actor? A cat. What if we had the cat at the premiere of the Marvels and we had them walk the red carpet? It would be huge." And that's what they did. And so that's what everyone would write about is how they replaced the cat from the Marvels. It's a different cat from the first Captain Marvel film. Completely different cat. And that got coverage because the actors were still striking. That was the whole thing. It, it like They just got so absurd with the rumors uh, and like the articles read like fucking weird-ass Reddit post where it's like, does anyone else that- think? And then they post some absurd thing. It's it's weird. Are you saying that the idea of making your content solely based on the products of the MCU, be it for I don't know, like a website or YouTube series or some sort of mag, you, like that's a crazy idea in retrospect? Yeah, yeah, I am, I am. <clears throat> a lot of directors. Well, then I guess you're open to the idea of the web zone. <laughs> the web zone, starring your favorite. That's, that sounds like a bad G4 show. Friends. <laughs> right? And then the web zone. And then oh, and it's like, God. we're all tied up in the latest news about Madam Web. Well, Jesse. Well, what happened to web-based? Because I thought Ooh. that was a catchier name. When you said it, the web-based pop. Wait, did you mean just it was oh! like a web? We're called the World Wide think- Web. I can't. <laughs> They're going to probably call it that. That's what Sony's going to call it. To the World Wide Web. I stole that from Keep Chat. it trending. I'm gonna, I, but, it, but I'm not going to acknowledge it. And then the World Wide Web. And then when you're in it, right, we can all dress up like different famous Madam Web characters. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right? There isn't one. Yeah. Right? Like Al. Je- uh, Jesse's jumping the gun. Like I, I'm all for uh, watching that Madam Web trailer. But we got to talk about Secret Invasion if we're going chronologically, and then, and then Jesse, think about think think of if we embrace the Sony verse. Like we can ha- we can change our logos up top, and Bronze can be Venom, and JP you can be Morbius, and nice. I'm Madam Web. Okay, and that's like come on. Are you gonna wear on. the Madam Web outfit? Why am I? Yeah, Cookie Monster Venom. <laughs> just cause. What do you what do you mean, Bronze? You just do yeah, it. That's that. fine. I like I like lobster. Yeah. You should be you should be Venom. No, no, no. You're <laughs> Venom. You won't have, he'll do I'm all the, the acting. beautiful Madam Web. Yeah, he'll do the, the voice work for you. And you just have to yeah. lip sync it. And then we can have guests on and they can be dressed like, you know, 
Spider Girl or Silk or whoever the hell shows up in that. It'll be great. Okay. It'll be great. I like it, Jesse. That's the that's yeah. the future of what we're doing. Future of the MCU crew. Uh, no, we we don't know. Uh, we're still kind of figuring out. We had enough to talk about uh, with the four months that have happened that we felt like, yeah, let's just do a do a normal MCU crew, and then we'll figure it out as we go along and and figure out what the uh, what the future holds as the future shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where we're at, and we'll uh, we'll let you guys know. I. I don't know if we'll do a show next week. It depends on, uh, you know, if we can watch some Agents of Shield or or whatever the next nope. movies that we were ranking were. I no, nope. weren't we like just getting on to the good movies? Wasn't yes. we were getting on to the yes. no no average movies? Quantum Mania is the next film we have to watch. Do you think that's why we took? Four months off. That might have been why we stopped doing the show. Never do a show. No, 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 no. Because we Mm. were on the Thor's, and we didn't even do the Avengers yet. How are we all the way at Quantum Mania? Oh wait, because we're going in order first. We're going. Why would we do that? (laughs) I don't know. That's what we're doing. To judge, to judge based on crappiness. Yeah, on our on our ranking system. It was a. It was a very scientific. Chronologically, no. for some reason I thought we were going to. So, like, yeah. Oh my God, no! Quantumania is next. Yeah, Quantumania is the the next film that we could watch if you guys are so inclined. So, think about it, consider it. We'll see how we feel a week from now. Uh, let's talk about all the stuff that has come out before we get to all the the news and all the trailers. Um, guys, I watched Secret Invasion, the finale today. Because I got to episode five, and I just didn't fucking care. Jasmine. <laughs> oh yeah, we can talk. We can talk about that. Yeah, yeah I just what a, what a show. So what a show. Here's the, here's the thing. Feel free to spoil it for me because much like you, JP, I want to say I hit four or five, and I was like, yeah, I'm good, and I just like stopped. Like it, I was like, I can't. It. It. I, the first episode was like, I think we even, we covered like episode four up to episode four or five. And so we don't need to retrace those, uh, those shows. Cause I think we all just yeah. said like, it was fine. However, episode, episode six is just stupid. It's legitimately. <laughs> can like, I, can I bronze? Can I sum up to you how stupid it is? Yes. This is the easiest, this is the easiest way to do this. Is the easiest way to do this. Without giving away major, although it is kind of a spoiler, but oh, here you we go. We can spoil it. It's, it, it's stupid. Here, here's, here's what matters for the plot. You've spent five episodes up until this point being told that the area where the uh, uh, people that like. The Kree. Um, but like whatever the Earth Cree are called, whatever the like. The resistance. The resistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The area they're at is in a fallout zone that if a normal ass human goes there they will die they will die of radiation poisoning oh yes scroll not kree sorry i have my Um, alien and so and so the scrolls that are there um they uh you know we go through this huge like is that really nick fury nope spoilers doesn't matter there's a whole like twisted plot point thing that sucks and then there's a fight that might be the worst fight I've ever seen. No, in we have anything. to talk about the fight. We have to talk about oh, the we'll fight. We'll talk about it. But the thing that, that sucked the most is then at the end, they were like, all those people, a lot of the people that you thought died or were in fact scrolls, guess what? 
they're actually fine and they're being held in the underground part of the contaminated area and some of them like Rody have been there for 10 years and they're all and then then when they're taken out of their machinery which okay you could say Five maybe six, by being maybe. taken out of the machinery that was keeping them alive right the machinery was keeping them alive but then when they're taken out they all slow walk out of the contaminated area like go run and Get, and the juxtaposition of that is that in the opening of the show they have a uh scroll uh gaia pose as sam jacks as as nick fury and the entire time nick fury is like slowly losing uh it's like playing a video game he's like slowly losing hp and getting worse from the radiation as he's talking to the big bad evil guy but it was all a trick and, and like, the real nick fury a seven minute there. ordeal yeah and then and then uh she reveals herself as gaia after she tricks him into uh into giving him captain daenerys targaryen yeah yeah yeah. after she tricks him into giving uh she gives him captain marvel's dna okay because they've been collecting different dna from the entire mcu basically um both good and bad uh folk in the mcu and so then they turn the machine on with both sam jackson's characters and the big bad evil guys uh not tell. I forgot. I forgot his fucking name. It doesn't matter. They, he they, died. They and so they turn into super scrolls, right? Yeah. The two of them become super scrolls and they have a super scroll fight. And it's them using every character from Marvel's abilities in the lamest way possible. Like Captain Marvel. Like she's like full on Captain Marvel has like the photon blast is flying. They have, uh, uh, the- at one point she punches him using Drax's fist. Yeah, that's the most memeable shit I've ever seen in my entire and the life. The CGI is she real like bad. Flexes this terrible CG arm. It's bad. It's incredibly bad. And so uh, essentially, she's the strongest person in in the MCU. Right, Daenerys Targaryen, mother of dragons. I one thousand percent that she <clears throat> will. We will never see her again. One thousand percent. We never see that character. Right ever in the MC right. <laughs> because she she's like she's got all the best powers like <laughs> oh and her dad is dead so we lose an incredible actor for oh yeah talus yeah scroll. yeah that's right i forgot he, he passed what yeah yep yeah so ben, ben like, uh not mendelson yeah, ben mendelson yeah. is yeah. amazing actor and they sacrifice his characters so that we can get a super scroll and uh, not worth it. And somehow, we'll you know. yeah, the, the the craziest part of that show is somehow the AI generated intro is not the worst part of it. The worst <laughs> part is how they were like, we need to justify this AI generated intro by saying <laughs> that's the point. Like, what is real? Like, what? This yeah, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, what a, it sucks that they wasted that thing. Like, what the Secret Invasion event from the comics on those six episodes of TV, which is why the idea of Secret Wars. I'm convinced if they don't course correct, that that would be a shitty movie too. Yeah, like it. Like it. I have. Well, we'll get to that. All That's the news so far is away. Sounding like they're trying to, but I don't know if they can at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's so far away um, now. So probably at least three, four years uh, off. We'll see. From even seeing a trailer, I would think for all that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Considering so, so many important characters to the previous Marvel movies were offed in that show, does, doesn't make any sense to me. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fight scene had terrible CGI, uh, just to make note of that. Like, it was... I'm, I... There's a reason why I didn't watch episode six as, sh- as soon as chat was like, yeah, they get all the chat told me ahead of time, I think back in June or maybe July, like, yeah, they, she gets all the superpowers or whatever. And it looks really bad. And I just said, oh, I don't need to watch that. But for the show, I watched it earlier today and uh, regret doing it. There's also this plot line at the end where the president uh, who like Sam Jackson saves from Rhodey, the scroll uh decides that he's going to wage war on the scroll and tells them to get the fuck off the planet or they're gonna die and then all these vigilantes aka people with guns have like assassinations of like a news reporter who's in like a studio giving a news report and then three people walk in and just shoot the scroll in the Fucking yep, and they just like start murdering all these scrolls. scrolls. Yeah, there's like a scroll on the 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 fucking uh, uh, politics street in in London that I'm blanking on. Uh, and Basically, just like murder all them. The scrolls it's who were weird. in those meetings, that like secret yeah. scroll cabal. It's all those people, and they start getting gunned down because it's like we know your scrolls. Nah. Yeah, cool. So cool. <laughs> yeah, and then at the very end. Sam Jackson's like, well, fuck this. I'm go- I'm beaming back up to my space station, and his, uh, they, his his lover, wife, wh- whatever the the scroll, uh, that scroll he's, woman who th- that he's he in love with. with, yeah. Uh, but she, also threatened to kill at least twice in this show. Yes, they they have a very passionate kiss. So he just straight straight up kisses like a, a scroll in a very weird moment. She beams oh. up into space with him, and then. Uh, cue to the Marvels, which I haven't seen yet, but apparently in the Marvels, they make zero mention of the fact that she's alive or exists. Well, we, we, so. we've said this before numerous times that the TV shows have zero bearing on the movies. Yeah. And they never will. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, even Loki is a great example of that. Like, Loki will not... The events that happen in that show do not matter. We'll get to at that. At all. For yeah, the, yeah, yeah. We'll get, we'll get to that. For the rest of the MCU. So... Yeah, uh, Bronze, you didn't miss much of Secret Invasion. uh, My takeaway from all of this is that Disney deserved the writer's strike. And (laughs) after hearing that, I feel like they should strike again. (laughs) Because I have to assume underpaid, overworked people wrote that. Because no logical, sane person wrote that plot. It's really weird. You know? Like a healthy human being with good work-life balance probably didn't write that. From all the reports that were coming out, it just seems like uh, like it it was quantity over quality instead of quality over quantity. At least that's the PR Yeah, no, that checks out. Because they were just like trying to get people to, you know subscribe to disney plus with just these constant two or three uh, shows a year uh plus all the films um and so they were just trying to churn out as much as possible uh which really sucks again because they wasted secret invasion that whole like event could have been so fucking cool if it was grand i will say since that time except for loki i haven't used disney plus once and i've multiple times been like should i just cancel this yeah why do i have this like I get it. Yeah. Outside outside of Loki and uh and then uh, Ahsoka as well, which I'm sure you watched. Um Oh yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but it's it's tough. So they 
And then they only have, Echo is in January, right? That's is that locked in for the Echo next show? Echo is January, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but we'll get to we'll get to Echo in just a bit. So yeah, that's that's Secret Invasion. I don't have anything else to add. Uh there's a reason why I waited four months to watch the final episode, and that's I just was rough. Yeah, it's not it's not uh it's not great. It's not uh, it wasn't a good show. <clears throat> it was a crazy waste of characters and uh even Sam Jackson kind of looked like he was bored to be there. So yeah, the only time it seemed good was when it was like ben the first Mendelsohn three episodes. And Sam Jackson like talked. Yeah. And they were on screen together. The chemistry was amazing. And it was like, this is great. Every other moment. Half the time he's like walking through a dark alley on the phone with someone. It's like, is this what you think? Like spy thrillers are <laughs> like, this sucks, dude. Yeah. I think it's the conversations good. between him and, uh, and roadies as well, uh, were, were pretty good. Um, and we're, we're well done, but it all just came back to like the plot and the, the overall writing, which was, but also even like from moment one, roadie seemed like he was an asshole and he's never come across that way. And he was of counter like to what total... we know him to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh no, this guy's evil, immediately evil. It's like, how did you not pick up on that? Yeah. So that's what happens at the end, Bronze. You're all caught up. <laughs> now, you, now you don't need to watch the final episode of uh, of Secret Invasion, unless you want to. For, unless, it might be worth just watching the fight between the uh, the two scrolls, so you can see how not. absurd it is. It is not worth it. <laughs> if you want to laugh at something absurd. ridiculous, then yeah. Oh, and Olivia, like... I, to to Chat's credit, Olivia Coleman was great, and we knew absolutely nothing about her character and we will never see her again she actually like teams up with gaia at the end which both means that True. they're just off to Doing fucking nothing important nothing's yeah wrong. yeah 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 no that that was oh then that's right yeah I, I, the whole i mean we we talked about the first couple episodes and and on the show but they also spearheaded the entire show by killing off maria hill which is I would say like a generally Again. well-liked character in the MCU. But did she respawn in the no. camp? No. She was the one character that didn't just like, she and uh, Talos were the only characters that actually super died. Yeah. Everyone else was like, oh. what up? I had to make sure, you know? Yeah. Because it didn't, because yeah. I did see that episode. I didn't think there was a way, but I was like, I don't, with this writing, maybe there was. I mean, there's always the, the multiverse, uh, you know, excuse could, it could happen where they just jump. to I mean, they're already like, but, yeah, definitely talking to some of the other actors about bringing them back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is, is both like a, Hey, rejuvenate the IP and the, the, the brand type deal, but also just like, Hey, we need, we need to get more people in the fucking theaters. We need your, your names tagged to it. Cause they're realizing the current, yeah, it, c- it could be, it could current be, they're not do... doing it one movie you know what i mean like it could be a secret wars like look you're just showing this one movie and it'll be a cool final fight where everyone's there bro yeah but they've already done that once yeah. right with i mean we've, we've yeah it's hard to do that. it again it's hard to do it again hard especially again. at the start of a new like they gotta have like the young adventures and like they gotta, you know they have to have all that stuff and i yeah we could talk what do you want to talk for let let's let's counterbalance the bad with the good Secret Invasion, mm. the bad. Let's talk Loki season two. Uh, that was Great. the next thing to start. Big fan. Yeah, I think we all. Uh, I, have, I have notes. You've got notes. Ooh. Nice, nice. I was I a little. I, I was gun shy in the beginning of the series to call it good. 
I didn't know what was where they were leading to, and it felt a little. It just felt off to me uh, in the first like episode or two. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. But then I think around episode four, when like the big crazy shit happened at the end, and like we don't really know what happened when it just cuts off. That was when I'm like, okay, they're doing like this is this is good. This I'm I'm in for this. Uh, and then episode five and and six, arguably one of the best uh, best endings, if not the best ending, I think in in MCU history for anything. Uh, movie or TV show, uh, by far the best Disney Plus thing without question, uh, and I, I would say like it's it's definitely the best Phase Four thing without question as well. As far as I'm aware, though, there will be no more. Yeah, it's it's the Season end. Season two is the last. <laughs> like Loki as a character is wrapped up. Yep, that's uh, the. So I think the finale hit. And then like the next day is when the strike was over or maybe a week after is when the strike was over. And they started doing interviews with Loki uh, ended the strike is what I hear. Yeah. With magic, they were doing yeah. interviews with, uh, with Tom. Uh, and he was basically saying like, yeah, that was, it was a very, uh, he, he, the way he spoke about it was like, it was a, it was a send off. I really loved doing that to the, it's wrapping up the character arc over the past 10 years, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and everyone was like, Oh, it's, it's over. Like you're, we're we're not. He's done. We're not going to see him again. Yeah, I would no, bet like they're going to try to get him back after how well it was received. If they could. But the cra- the crazy thing is, is even with all the things that transpired in season two, let alone season one of the show, they really did do a. Yeah, none of this will ever be brought up again. A Marvel character in the future will never mention this. Like Thor's not going to be like. Thankfully, due to Loki's actions, like that's not it's not going to be a thing that's ever mentioned because the way they talk about in the movies is the multiverse is, is a thing that exists, always will exist, and it's and they're not going to be like there was this weird like loom temporal loom. It's never going to be brought up ever. Yeah. Well, because he fixed it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a closed yeah. loop, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with Some sort time of Ouroboros. Stuff- yeah, with time stuff, it usually is. I think, like, sim- similar to what you were saying, like, I actually really was well, weird. I, I enjoyed the first few episodes a lot, mm-hmm. but th- this was surprising to me because I loved her so much in the first season. Sylvie, like, annoyed the fuck she out of me. She sucked. Her writing sucked. I okay, wanted right? someone to one? be like, it's yeah. your fault. Thing, like, you have to understand. And I really liked her in season one before anybody yep. comes for me. I re- like, I loved her in season one they, and the way she was yeah. written in season two, she was really annoying. And so those first few episodes are like kind of hard because it feels like in season one, these characters love each other. Mm. You mean, you mean Loki and Sylvie in season one. Yeah. A, yeah. And in season two, it's like, she's like, n- it's a very one sided. And so I actually went back and watched some season one episodes to see if I was tripping. Cause I was like, was this always one sided? But I don't know like what happened. Cause this season picks up exactly where we end season one. Like right. mm-hmm. no time has passed really. I actually don't know the maybe maybe it has been years. So like when she does, because you know now she has a job at McDonald's and all of that. When she does see him, it's like he, <laughs> which hold on, play- uh, hold on. I just I don't want to interrupt, but like 
that in itself is just so yeah she's got a she's got a job at mcdonald's it's fine she has a job <laughs> at mcdonald's it's just an absurd thing please continue <laughs> yeah i i assume they paid for it if I'm right keeping yeah, it yeah there was a was bunch like a of ads before pod. the show came out that was like mcdonald's in cinema and they promoted the hell out of it. So yeah. they definitely paid for some stuff. Yeah. 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 So I just took it as like, a, okay. And also like she's been living in apocalypses. She wants a simple life. There's nothing wrong with food service. It's just, it's cute when it's Steve Harrington working at Scoops Ahoy, which is like clearly yes. a fake place versus like McDonald's, which yeah. is clearly an ad placement, right? If it was a fake little diner, I th- I, we would have thought it was a lot cuter, I think. Especially the blatant product placement where she gets off of work and she has her McDonald's with her that she's putting on the car. And they keep There's sh- literally like, a scene oh. in the second episode where they're sitting there Eating. in the McDonald's. It's Owen and- like, we should go. And he's like, What's the hurry? I yeah. like French so fries. Good. That part made me like kind of cringe. Because here's the thing <laughs> my cousin used to work at McDonald's and I would beg her for like the toys that would come in the bags. And so she would get off her yeah. shift. And she would bring me the toys. I would say, well, could you bring me like a full Happy Meal? And she'd be like, Jasmine, I swear to God, I can't smell another French fry. Like, I will take you anywhere. I'll take you to A&W. I will take you to KFC. Yeah. I will take you to Domino. I will pay for it. I get McDonald's for free. I will pay for it if, I, if you do not make me eat that for dinner. So I, I don't know if that's universal, but I also worked in a, a fast food place for a little bit. And when you smell it all day, you don't want to eat it. And every single time Sylvie gets off shift, she's like eating her McDonald's. I was yeah. like, that is the fakest part of this because she would be so fucking sick and tired of McDonald's. Yeah. That aside, yeah. they keep cutting to Tom Hiddleston and playing this like the playing the bagpipes, I think it is. And his face where he's like, Sylvie, you know, and she's just <laughs> like, what do you want? And I'm like. Did I miss something? I thought y'all loved each other. What happened? Yeah, I, I guess they, they were had trying. One I guess they were trying to to like uh, really focus in on the fact that uh, her conversation and her actions during the um, the ending of season one were like so impactful on her that she doesn't want anything to do with any of it anymore, well, including Loki. I, I th- I think she's a character, the way they tried to define her in season two was she was proud of what she did at the end of season one. And more importantly, she would do it again, which is the whole thing they keep trying to say, but that she wants people to have the freedom of choice. And she tries to, to, to make that point multiple times in the season. And at the end, like, I think in maybe in the last episode, maybe the one before it, she has like a pretty impassioned speech about the whole thing. Yeah. That's fine. Except for some reason. Her being the foil for Loki trying to like reestablish the whole thing. Like, look, I got to save reality. She's like, maybe, you know, let us do our own thing and we'll figure it out. And sure. Yeah. Okay. She's technically supposed to be the right one, but she's so unlikable the entire time. Yeah. You're just like, when she is right, you're just like, I just don't, I don't care. You're the wrong messenger for this. She keeps saying, cause I was kind of. Like, I was like, okay, maybe you're just being biased. Let it rock, right? But then when she shows up to kill the He Who Remains variant, I was like, I thought you were going to serve your McDonald's and mind your business. What changed? I was, like, kind of miffed, where I was like, so you're going to show up to butcher this guy. Well, that... Even though that yeah. that's what you went through. 
Like, that whole thing was that. weird. People trying to butcher you before you did anything wrong. And and eventually, like, Majors gives her that speech, or Timely, Victor Timely gives her the speech where he's like, I haven't done anything yet. You're going to kill me because right. of something I haven't even done. And then it clicks for her. But I was like, no, she should have known that from day one when she said yeah. she didn't want any part of this and she didn't want to be a time cop. That was some when of she the said, stuff I don't want to be a Loki. It was weird. Like everyone different. She should know. You're right. Well, she even that that was weird. And even the the timing of the episodes where it was like, I, I think with like other tele, TV, it's they build things up. And in this one, it just felt like they were going from like set piece to next set piece, like rapid fire, like so That's, fast. Uh, honestly, like, it's like, oh, we got we, we got to go and uh, we got to go get all the TVA agents right fucking now. And then they're just there. Right after just having I, met Sylvie again as as Loki, and like boom, immediate. I think that was episode three or four. As of having watched the series, I'm convinced that the um, first episode and last two episodes were clearly planned content. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. knew what they needed to do. And then episode two, three, like half of four ish was yeah. Was them like, okay, well, we have to fill stuff. Let's create what people have been up to. And let's like fill out the, but the problem is they only had six episodes. There's so much more that they could have taken time with, but it was, you're right. It was just, and here's the thing. I still enjoyed the hell out of the show. I liked it a lot, no, but it was also just, yeah. yeah, it was just, you know, there were moments where you were just like, wow, that was very fast. Yeah. Which I guess well, maybe weird I respect thing. it now, like mm-hmm. looking back that they didn't do that because they could have, some of that stuff is like end of season moments and it's like, nope, this is like halfway oh, yeah. through the season type deal. So Bronze, what were we going to say? Well, I feel like, like similar to what Jesse was saying, the first episode and the last three episodes very much are almost like a different genre. Sure. Like they don't feel like um, MCU or Disney plus content, but the other episodes do two, three, and four do feel like that. And yep. uh, a really great example, actually, of the, of what I'm of what of what I'm trying to say is the scene where he meets Obi, and he keeps time slipping into the past, and then that keeps affecting the present. Mm-hmm. That that type of really cool stuff was only happening in like episode one, five, and six, where I was like, "Oh, we're like on some." 12 monkeys like yeah. mm-hmm. star trek i like that a lot that i've never watched um <laughs> <laughs> you know, like control alan wake uh even legion pieces you know like we i was like oh this is like we've gone we slipped into another genre where we're playing with time and yep. we're doing it in weird thought exercise ways of like like even self-fulfilling prophecies that he realizes he has to prune himself. But like, that's really only in episodes one, five and six, which I think really just elevates the series to something you haven't seen. Like, in a very long time. At least, yeah. Quantum mania. Like think about what the word quantum is. Yeah. It doesn't have any of that shit. And then Loki in the first episode is like setting up like weird self-fulfilling prophecies. Yep. Here's the problem with this show, and it it is so easily quantifiable. And the fact that as we're sitting here talking about how amazing episode one, five, and six are, that 
we have yet to mention that in episode two, three, and four, there is an entire plot line involving not one, but two separate attempts to overthrow the TVA. Right. Uh, one from the like weird Renslayer team up with Miss Minutes, and then one from like the judges who are like the people like we're gonna go destroy the timelines. That's wrapped up in one episode, and then they're stuck in jail until they're not needed anymore. The end. And it's like, what the Brad? I don't what happened that? to that guy? Dude, what that that we, scene where they're not needed anymore, that? quote unquote, was rough. I was like, holy shit. I was gonna say, can we talk about that? Because that was that's actually in my notes. Um the entire like that showed you can do horror on a Disney property because you just hear a wet dripping squish. Yeah. That was nasty. And yeah. it focuses on the hor- Brad's horrified expression. But then I actually wrote when B 15 goes in there and discovers that you hear that wet dripping again. So it's heavily implied. They were basically turned into jelly. They were crushed into pudding. Yeah. A jelly, like a jelly from- block. Yeah. Yeah, and they cut from the wet dripping sound to <laughs> to the oh. croco. It is like it's the best cut I've oh, seen yeah, in yeah, Disney yeah. property. You hear like a like a like a wet like <laughs> type of thing, and B 15s like because <gasps> she realizes, and then you, I swear to God, it's the same sound, and it's Victor Timely getting his cocoa, and he's like, "Ooh!" Yeah. I was like, "Y'all nasty for that one," that but whoever good. snuck that in there, work, work. Like I was like, I was like horror in my Loki. I love it. Yeah, but also that was nasty. And then he hands it to the guy, and the guy's like, "That's pretty, that pretty good." Yeah, no, that was a great cut. Um, you you brought up that scene, and it it reminded me. I guess I had like blocked it out. What the fuck was Miss Minutes doing this entire season? She was on she was some horny. shit. The entire it show was she was horny. Weird. That's it. That's in- that scene where she like does the mannequin shit. Like, what the fuck, man? That was <laughs> she was horny. Shit. I lived for that. I lived for that. <laughs> was, it was giving me like, oof. like the opposite of ex machina, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Sure. Where like the, the, he's like, well, of course she's gonna fall. This creature I've made is gonna fall in love with the first man she meets. She can't fall in love with me. I'm like her dad. They went the opposite way, where they're like, no, she falls in love with her creator. Yeah. <laughs> there's but, and then they they this, they never mention it after that as well it doesn't go anywhere but yeah go ahead Jesse. well because because like again like you were saying that arc that happens over two three four everything in those episodes is so quick that she goes yeah. from i'm gonna work with him to i can't believe he ditched me for renslayer to we're ditching renslayer to now we're in the future and oh my god he doesn't like me because i love him to i guess we're going to team up now it happens so quickly yeah there's no time given to any of that and again it kind of feels like filler like they don't know what to do with those characters like renslayer's whole plot unnecessary i would agree she serves yeah. no purpose in this yeah I've, at all. i felt like her purpose was to say look uh comic book f- guys this is this is king's this is who's supposed to be with king and with who he re- all remain this was him that's her look at the comic book guys <laughs> and that's it yeah. that's the entire reason it looks very it's very sucks weird. Is like there's like 
her best story moments she's actually not there for right which is yeah the the last episode of loki asking mobius and saying you know like how do you do what do you do and he's like one time i didn't and like people died and loki putting together like so you were partners with ravona and ravona did what needed to be done right like and so it just and and even like when Mobius does talk to her when they have a couple of moments. It's really good, but it's like they wouldn't let that happen. Yeah. They didn't want mm -hmm. her to have any kind of redemption. If at any point in time she had like helped Mobius, we would have been like hooting and hollering from the freaking rooftops that Ravona's the best because she has so much chemistry with Mobius. The oh, two I, of them yeah. Have so much more. I love the actress. I thought she was phenomenal. Remains. Yeah. Yeah. Her and he who remains, no chemistry. Her and Mobius, so much chemistry. Like uh, between the actors, where I was like, what are y'all doing? Like, <laughs> you need to change. If I was on set, I would have been like, we need to change the script. Cause I'm not buying this Victor Timely Renslayer thing at all. I do yeah. not know why she likes this geek that is incredibly self serving. Her and Mobius, I live. And yeah. I don't know why they didn't potentially just. It, it might just that. also be the Owen Wilson effect, though, because uh, like I think any time he interacted with anyone on the show, it's like I'm this just is great. Charming, wow! <laughs> yeah, he's just a charming, <laughs> charismatic guy that like what can I say? Lit up the rest of his cast uh, cast members in any interaction that he was in. Um, we didn't, we haven't mentioned it yet, but uh, I thought Ob was an awesome character. I thought it was uh, the mm -hmm. best addition. I would, I would say like. It it makes me sad that we will probably never see that character again because we don't yeah. get to like have more of him as an actor in anything MCU related. Unless they unless he just like randomly pops up as like an Easter egg type deal. Uh but I I really loved OB. Um and, and how they the utilized him as well. Yeah. Of the season. And it's it's hard to kind of outshine Mobius's writing. But I actually teared up. I'm going to tear up now when they wouldn't carry his books at the bookstore. Oh, my God. I got oh, yeah. so sad. I don't know why. But it's making me tear up now because I was like, it's five books, you cunts. Fucking <laughs> let him sell them at the bookstore. You know, like yeah. it was. And he's like, I have to have this day job as a scientist because I just want to. Like, I just felt so bad for this guy i was like oh my god well like, then it gets worse too because like his marriage falls apart and like he becomes so obsessed with the the tva or whatever the the fact that like loki came back and said who he was which set him on the course for him to become that type deal uh yeah what's crazy is that the goof in there is that he wastes his entire life trying to create stuff to help loki and the rest like the rest of the story is all these other lives and all these other branches matter there is no main timeline everything's important dude gave up his reality yeah <laughs> and no one was like you don't need to do that dude you know he's like no nah, i'll help it's like that's the saddest thing i've ever heard <laughs> i was like oh my man it it wasn't it wasn't i think like for me the most heartbreaking moment was when he was like just go back to it because for him it's like 
I get to live in a science fiction book, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is the closest I'll get. And him like at the end when he opens the case of the books, I bawled. That's what broke me. Not <laughs> Loki giving everything up. Him opening up his case of books and me being like, you are a best selling writer, baby. You made it, baby. You did I mean, that. they have to give away those. No one's buying those, but yeah, they gotta give yeah, away. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote another. Shut the fuck up, version, Jesse. Yeah. yeah. It's like when people get on Jesse the New York Pop. Times because they gave away enough copies of their books. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. It's different industries, Jesse. Like, congrats different. to him. It's, you know, he got to write a volume two. That's pretty cool. But also, like, they were forced to hold, everyone's forced. And no one actually reads them, as we found out. Don't take no one, this from me, you piece of shit. No one reads them. He's got a good point. Don't. No, that um, was his face. Read it and loved it. Oh, the the one person that read so, yeah. and yeah, the one person who grew up in a time where people still read books a lot. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, yeah. No, well, no, the other one whose name I keep forgetting. The one who busted out. Oh, Casey. Casey read it. Casey was a fit. That's true. That's because Casey is the is the secret real hero. Yeah, just putting that out that, there. His his like uh, was that episode. I guess that was episode six or maybe five, where they're like showing all the like what they really did in their timelines. What the fuck was the deal with the Alcatraz? <laughs> like it was the famous escape from Alcatraz. The guys who who, who that that's his arc is that he was like one of those, and that's he why he has guys, everything yeah, in literally. the drawer is because he he's like a yeah. kleptomaniac type deal. I guess yeah. yeah. I assumed it was like a reference to season one because remember they did that in season one where they're like, remember this thing that we never knew how they did it? Well, it was Loki who jumped out of the plane with two suitcases full of cash, you know? I just mm-hmm. assumed this was like that, like just yeah. to throw back to like that vibe of season one of like weird unexplained phenomena. It was Loki. Yeah, that w- that one was just the, the weird Loki. thing. Um, I love the fan service stuff they did with Owen Wilson and the jet skis. That was cool. I I would be I would be impressed if they had that plan from the very get go and it wasn't just like a fan service nod of like, yeah, see he really does love jet ski. He worked in a jet ski. He sold them. That's why he was in the blah blah blah. Um but it still worked out. It was still cute. Um I, I thought all of those like little backstory moments really fleshed out those characters. Um and it, he's I, also like a really relatable dad. Yeah. Like he just he has like this energy that he's just like so tired and everything where <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, he's so relatable where he's like, I will literally let you d- buy whatever you want if you get those matches from your brother and prevent him from burning down the house. Like he's just so it's like your kid's calling you, okay, I'm gonna call him back. And I I didn't take that as like he's an asshole. I'm like, I took that as like daddy has to make money to pay for your guy's no, right. food. Real. He really needs to make the sale, you know? Yeah. And just like him picking up the toys and being like, why is this G.I. Joe? Bar-? I just was like, this man needs help. <laughs> I was like, this poor, tired man. But it also made me realize why he's so good at his job. Because mm-hmm. he's like, when he, even when he talks to inmates, it gives us so much context for when he's like, God, Loki, you don't got to be a little shit. You know that, right? Like, oh, I'm burdened with glorious purpose. It gives so much context for that when you realize he's like raising two boys solo, where he probably has these conversations with them all the time, that interrogation style of like, God, why do you got to do that? No, don't do that stupid, I'm the trickster god shit. No, be better. Just try to be better. He probably 
like seeing him talk to his kids like that was just so cute because now we know why he talks to loki like that yeah yeah i, I love and that, that and, stuff. and and those little things that i have to believe they're all there on purpose right all the character building things because they can't like this season had a lot of that where something from an alternate timeline inspires something about the character yeah and in this case the best one of those was the fact that ob learned everything he learned from timely but timely learned everything he learned from ob setting up some sort of ouroboros and that's literally the guy's name very cute yeah. super like moments like that are incredibly fun in this show and i love that they do that and there's a there's a lot of really great like fun writing choices in this and uh yeah i it's a great show there's it's not perfect by any means but yeah i, I really like by it. the end i was like i i thought the final like i would say 15 10 minutes of of the show and and how they like just straight up skip centuries for him to be like a, a genius yeah. and understanding all that type of shit like I really thought that was cool uh, and, and showed the, you know, what they were willing to kind of do. It also made me sad though, Jesse, to go back to what you were saying that like, none of it kind of mattered. Um, Not really. I hope that it does. I hope that like the response, uh, cause it, it is like without a doubt, one of the most positive moments, I think uh, culturally for the MCU, I, the, the amount of people that have been like, Oh my God, this is the best thing come out of Marvel since like Infinity war type deal. I'm hoping that they see that and like either try to continue that magic, continue him, have, have the Disney plus shows like actually become a major part of the MCU instead of just like these little side story type deals uh, or do both where they do have the side stories and they also have things that are like, you know, uh, impactful on the greater scale. But yeah, that the entire end of it is obviously like a remarkable thing. Yeah, uh, and and his walk. But again, down it could just be because of the general, like the general love people have for Hiddleston, and then they surrounded him with great, not just character actors, but actors who could like nail bits. Yeah, and it, it, it everything about it felt like okay, this was well done. But at the same time, a lot of the same team that worked on Loki worked on Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and Multiverse of Madness is half a fantastic movie <laughs> but then there's other half that's just like bro what and so like i don't i have no clue i i am still at a loss for this entire franchise about how it's so <laughs> off the rails that i just don't know like i don't know if anything's good anymore you know what i mean like i can sit there i watched all the star wars stuff it was like i don't know if i like this or not like that's how i feel about marvel <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, well, that it, was cool. What I saw was cool. Too. But it ended, and now I don't know. Was that good? Right. Did anyone that's how I feel about the entire thing? Yeah. I think I it's that. because like sometimes something that you love when it comes to Marvel or Star Wars gets twisted into something you don't love, you know? Like, mm -hmm. um, oh, okay, here's an example. So like my I had like almost this latent fear going through the whole series, which is like kind of still there. Or I had a feeling of it was going to be Hiddleston's oh, send. Okay, yeah. yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be Hiddleston's send off, and I just had this like anxiety of like, if that's the case, they're not doing a good job setting up Sylvie. 
And it was just like really small little things. Like I texted my fr- my my best friend Balvin after the first episode and said, if you ever say, let's go get a slice of pie, I might burst it, burst out in tears. Like, cause that was so cute. And like her character like just shits on that for like no conceivable mm-hmm. reason, walks off, gets lost and ends up in the pie room anyway. And I was like, I get it. You're stressed, but like, like from a from a writer's perspective, you they knew that that was going to connect with the audience, which is why it was a recurrent trend of them going and getting pie. Mm-hmm. And it was cute because it also reminded me of Agent Carter. So having a character shit on that, you're immediately going to not like that character as much. Or it's like, the, what's wrong with the idea behind it though? Pie? Yeah. I get the idea of what they were doing behind it, though, because it was like, let's get pie while the world is like the universe is ending. Right. And so from her as a character perspective to be like, what are you guys doing? It makes sense. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't what she was saying. She like the words that came out of her mouth. It's like those memes where someone in their brain is saying like, honey, I know you're really busy today, but if you could take out the trash, that would be amazing. And then it cuts to like what actually they're saying, which is like, you lazy son of a bitch. It's the exact same vibe. Where it's just like, why is she so mean? Yeah. What is, this man has been nothing but kind to you. What are you doing? Yeah, it's it's a weird vibe. Yeah. I would have liked it more if they had written that like they're sitting down and they're eating pie and she's like, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't sit here, I can't do this, I have to do something, I can't just wait, you know, instead of yeah. like, there's like little things like that where it's just like, oh, there's, this like stresses, this stresses me well, that's, out. Yeah. And then the other part that was like kind of funny was <laughs> I couldn't, I don't know if this was anybody else. But them having like a nerdy Jonathan Majors who's like fully fucking yoked in like that. <laughs> There's a scene where like Brad is like restraining him. And I was like, I was he's like, ripped. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he, he could rip your arm off and beat you over the head with it, Brad. And they're like threatening him with Brad. And he's wearing a button down. You can see his muscles through the yeah. button down. And I'm like, it, it was very hard to, to, to like, <laughs> make yourself believe that he's like a super nerdy variant he's of king great actor, yeah but he is also like oh the acting was well done back. but uh, it was he's hard to believe so that big. yeah he's so big he's just and way too muscular he probably he just came off of creed up. when they take him to the tva and he's like you're not taking me anywhere. I'm like, I know this is a joke, but when he does it, I'm like, he could beat all four of these motherfuckers' asses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the one thing that we learned timely could just fucking throw down if he wanted to. All the Kang variants ripped, not a skinny one among them. Every single one just They're all jacked out of their mind. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they focus on Doesn't matter what timeline, doesn't matter what year. That's yeah. the one thing that is always constant. Yeah. That is true. That is true. It just made me wonder why when they have variants, like, you know, Sylvie's a different actress. Like, I'm not saying mages shouldn't get it. I'm just like, if they needed like a skinny nerdy guy, maybe they should have just casted like a skinny nerdy guy. They, I, 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 I think they're maybe worried about other things with majors. Uh, right. No, <laughs> no, but I think allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, I'm yeah. not going to. Bronze is on it, though. Don't come for me in the comments. I didn't, I'm not making a stand, but they could just hire like a skinny guy. No, but like bronze is completely correct. 
that in episode one or two of the original series, they're literally like, here's the other Loki variants. And it's the craziest the place, shit yeah. you can imagine. And they're like, no, but all the Kangs are the exact same, except we got a purple guy, a Pharaoh, and then a dude in like future armor, but everyone else, the exact same, like, that's crazy to me that yeah. there was, they could have had the Kang variants and that crowd could have been just different people. They didn't just think a that bunch far. of different people and it would have been equally fine. Everyone would have been like, yo, wow, he could be anyone. That would have been equally I as exciting. I would have loved if it was the nerdy guy from Better Off Ted. I do not know that actor's name, but he plays, there's this like skinny um, scientist who's hilarious. Chat, if you know who he is, say he would have been so good in that. Is that Malcolm Barrett? Hold on. Let me look him up. I'm just saying Jaleel Malcolm White. Barrett. Malcolm Barrett would have been a great Victor Timely. And I'm not saying that Majors wasn't a good actor, but him being all. Well, yeah, it it was a little bit. uh, I wasn't convinced Brad could beat him up. I was like, I I think he would lay Brad on the ground. I will say at this at the same time, I was very excited we got to see more like magic uh Loki in terms of his powers and whatnot. For one yeah, five for minute one... period in the last episode, it was great. Well, no, no, no. For the... the last episode? Yeah, it's whenever he's chasing down timely. I think or, again, no, 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 when he's chasing down Brad in episode Yeah, two renders or three. Brad useless. Yeah. Brad, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna have a character. Renders him useless, well, we never see him again. Brad is gone. Yeah, yeah he just knows becomes what a prisoner. Him? Couldn't tell you point. But yeah probably feels bad about what he did oh scenes bad, i Brad. loved though i think i had I lo- the scene the scene i love the most is when he's walking down like the gangway towards the loom loki and i was like yeah i was like okay he is immortal so this time the time radiation chrono radiation won't affect him as much i was like it's gonna be naked and then it turned into his like freaking as guardian it's a great scene I was clutching my pearls. I was like, this is. (laughs) That whole scene was great. So good. Like y'all fucking did. Cause my first head was like, how are they going to, are they going to have him go up there buck naked? But, and I guess it's like, well, he's clothed in magic technically. Cause that's like a, well, he's a God. Yeah. I I think it's like a magical outfit that he, that he conjured, but he's also a God. So like doesn't age. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I had that question when they kept sending in, um, they kept sending in timely. Uh, Victor Timely. I was getting frustrated because I was like, you're immortal, home skillet. Just go like, yourself. You could probably just do this <laughs> naked. Because I had that thought. I was like, he could probably be buffeted by tons of time radiation and he probably wouldn't, it would take a lot for him to dissolve. Not saying he wouldn't. I mean, it would take a lot for him to dissolve because he's he also a god. He also mastered, in, at least in his conversation with uh, He Who Remains. He mastered time. He mastered time completely. He, yeah, that, like, that he paused reality. So he's got to figure. Became like the comic book God of Stories thing. That that was the big. I mean, uh, they at the end of there. episode five when he drops the like God of Stories bit, I was like, oh, I know exactly where this is going. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, how do we get there? Is what I was curious about. But yeah. Uh, once once we were in but i was, I was like happy they go. covered it in the end yeah because mm-hmm. i was like somebody has to think of that and i'm just happy that he's like oh yeah it's got to be me and i yeah. also feel like maybe this is just a pipe dream of mine <laughs> maybe anyway but there is a thread in the comics 
where through a twist of events, Loki becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston, as he gets older and older, is just going to make an even better Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme. So if he spends time as the god This of is story, a selfish one. This is a selfish one. And yeah. then you'd never know, but he would be, I mean, Cumberbatch can't do it forever. And that's one of those roles an old man could and should play, like, Sorcerer Supreme. Sure. Yeah. And with how powerful he is by the end of Loki season two, Marvel hire me, hit my phone. They sh- he- And here's the thing. Hiddleston would do it because he said he would play Loki as long he as he loves that character. Him. Yeah. There's no he doubt he loves that character. character. And so Loki as a Sorcerer Supreme would fucking kill. There's a lot so of different paths it. that they could take it down for sure. Um, True. Yeah. I, I, that entire sequence with the, uh, the loom or the, the, whatever it, you want to call it looking like uh, Yggdrasil was awesome. The fact that it was green, which is the same color as the time stone was like a very cool. And also like Loki's color throughout the entire thing. Very fun, fun nods that are like, ah, cool. They like, they tied a nice little bow on everything there. Um, I, I think the scene, I remember when we watched Loki episode one, we all ranted and raved about the conversation uh, with he who remains and how much we just like loved that moment. And then at the end, when he said, see you soon. And that's right. When he dies, I was, was like, well, that was a weird thing. And I think we even commented on the show. Like, that's a weird thing for him to say. And then for that to like, come back full circle in season mm-hmm. two, where that's, like the reason he was saying that is because he knew that he was going to have a conversation with him in the future after all this stuff has already happened. Like I love that entire moment where it's just like, yeah, I've already learned how to master time. Like, yeah, yep. we're going to have this conversation a billion times till you finally understand what it is that's happening and why this must exist and why you must and then like, they did stop my, my favorite time travel trope where he's like, what makes you think we haven't had this conversation? It was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. It was I great. Time travel. I love, I love that yeah. bit too. Yeah. Yeah. I love that entire thing. Uh, I, I really wish we could get more. He who remains, uh, like that version of King is my favorite King so far. I really but. wish we could have gotten more horned up miss minutes. I feel like that deserves its own show. <laughs> That's who you miss. Miss minutes travels through the multiverse, trying to bang Kangs. Just saying. There you go. Miss Minutes is, it's so weird because I found that storyline to be strange, but it I still lived because I love a character that just reads what's on her. Like, she made me laugh so many times because it's like Ravona and like <laughs> Victor having this moment. She's in the background like, yeah. like her face always just... <laughs> And, and it, it like fucking like her face is in the background over his shoulder every time she's just like like every in her it, i love there's something about that and even like as she's like getting deleted it's like kind of horrifying until she's like i have one thing to say you'll never be him <laughs> she's like there's like a diabolicalness there that i love i did something about it where i'm like i i can't really hate you even when you do some weird shit because you're so creepy and great at the same time and when she turned black and white to fit in yeah it's cool cool little (laughs) nods for sure it was so stupid because i was like girl you're a floating cartoon but it was hilarious that she's like oh i can fit in yeah i'm black and white and old timey now (laughs) it was cool so dumb it was cool for sure um 
Well, cool. I, I think that we're all kind of in in uh, unison then about uh, about season two. Um, definitely the best thing mm-hmm. that Marvel's put out in, in quite some time. Um, they definitely had time to edit it. The editing choices were like really clean. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've been editing a lot, and that's why I noticed. <laughs> but there's there were some really clean editing choices, like you were saying the the oh I'll see you see you soon but also the like you're gonna have to kill me and it almost sounding like it was like echoing because they were like cutting it so cleanly where it like kept repeating there's just the editing in this series was really good in a lot of different places sure and i, 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 I had a lot say, of appreciation for it the reason why i think we appreciate this a lot too is just because for the last year a full year we got secret invasion she hulk miss marvel that I mean, like that's that's rough. That's yeah. re- like when something comes out that's good, you're like, oh my god, they they it still can flaws, do it. Sure, but that was so good. Yeah, they and it's like, wow, it. if we could have more of this, that would be amazing. Please, it definitely came out at the right time. Uh, I think for Marvel because it, it, like I said, it was a resounding for the the fandom, a resounding win. Um, which was, and, and this is maybe leading into the next point of conversation, which was a great foil. Uh, or at least how it's hand it's it's been uh, put out in the the press, so to speak, and kind of the the cultural zeitgeist of it uh, with the Marvels, because uh, that is the complete opposite. It's been getting absolutely panned uh, in every conceivable way on the internet, uh, mostly having to do with earnings, um, as is as it's the lowest earning uh, MCU property uh, in quite some time. Uh, I will. Can I can I just preface all of this by saying? Every time I went to go look up anything about the Marvels, uh-huh. just any sort of hot takes or anyone's opinions, just trying to feel like what the vibe was, because I haven't seen it yet. I was like, I wonder what's... If I see another video where someone's like, what's going on with the MCU and this wokeism take... I'm like, God, shut up. I just want to know if you like the movie. I don't want you to give me, like, your terrible cultural take. Just... Yeah. Literally, is it a good movie or not? You shouldn't be like, this is what happens when Kathleen Kennedy destroys the yeah. entire. It's like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah, I just want to know if it's a good movie. That, that was all over the right. place. And, and that's with the poor, poor sales and stuff that just emboldens that entire take, right? Yes. Uh, yes. And that's what yeah. fucking It gets even worse. Yeah. Because um, the handful, not the handful, I, the significant amount of people that have seen it are very vocal and saying, like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it, it wasn't amazing. But it's not, it's nowhere near as bad as like, you know, everyone else is making it out to be. Um, right, right. And that's, that's why and I was Jesse like, I want to look online. About this in, the, in the waiting room where I said the reason I didn't go see it was because everyone that I know that went and saw it was like, it was fun. And that was like all the Twitter takes. Yeah. And usually you say that when you can't actually find something good to say about a movie. Sure. Sorry, well, sorry. I mean, the, the worst, the worst thing a movie like, could oh, be amazing story or it's got a great action. You, well, like if you have to describe John Wick, you don't say it was fun. Right. Like you say that about spy kids. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the movie in itself, uh, making an excuse for it in a lot of ways, like promotionally, there's, there's no way that there's no world <laughs> in that that movie does well. Because it it existed outside of the norm, because of the writer strike, they couldn't have any of the fucking actors promote that they film. Promote it. Like yeah. there, there was a joke going around when the actor strike ended Thursday evening, 
that Feige was on the phone with any actor or actress from the film saying like, please fucking tweet, talk about the show. Like, cause it was, it was coming out the next day and that mm-hmm. they did that. Like, I think uh, they had Brie Larson on like a couple of podcasts that Friday that like aired later that evening because they were trying to like get into the promotional cycle. Um, and the big PR push that they went with initially was uh, that I think it, it was with the director. Cause I think it is the, is it the highest earning film ever by a black female director? I, th- I think was kind of mm-hmm. the, the thing with it. That, that, that was like the initial push. And then the actors got out there and, and it is where it is now. It didn't help at all. In that the is second so week. crazy that I, I just realized that. Yeah. The run up to the movie was a lot of people talking about like inspired by Final Fantasy seven children. Or, it you was know, hurt. Like, yeah. it? That was the big push. Yeah, they yeah. were trying to capture the, like, the are- gaming audience. Yeah. I was like, what a wild push. She was in an interview. the actors, but it's the director. Yeah. She was in an interview talking about how it was inspired from the fight scenes from Advent Children. Yeah. And how much she loved that film. I know exactly what she was talking about, too. Oh, yeah. See where they all, like, throw Cloud up in the air. And they're like, go get him, Cloud. I was like, I get get how you would pitch that to a studio because it's about the relationship of all the, the characters in that moment helping the lead. And I was like, oh, okay. So I know what vibe this they're going to be a fight that's kind of like that. I get it. That's cool. That's cool. No yeah. problems there. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, but having said all that, the three of us have not seen the film, so we don't really have anything to add to it. Uh, I know what happens in the post-credit scenes. I can talk to you guys about that if you want. It's not necessarily spoilery for the rest of the film. Um, I don't know that I want to talk about it. it do you know what it is? Know. Okay. Yeah. I no. mean, it's 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 like a... It's one of those things where you think about like, is this going to be any, are they ever going to deliver on this? Cause there's so many post-credit scenes that nothing has ever been delivered on in the sure. MCU. Sure. And this is another one of those where there's there, I think there's three post-credit scenes or three scenes at the end of the film that all have like rather significant moments. Oh, is it cause there's three characters? Is that the vibe? Uh, three main leads. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, one one has to do with Miss Marvel. One has to do with Spectrum. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. there's like there's two post credit scenes, but there's three big moments. Oh, I end. was ruined on one of them. I think you probably were because TikTok yeah. only shows the like it just ruins your life. What a terrible platform. You probably were. Um, it's very easy to yeah. spoil because uh, it it has I to absolutely do, have seen has to do with a significant character. Yeah, uh, in the Marvel verse, but. It doesn't have any tie into the actual rest of the film, uh, and it kind of just like there's only one post credit scene. There, there's two things that happen at the end of the film, is what I'm saying. Don't at get the one end of the, all right. Well, whatever yeah. it is that I've seen, I saw the Spectrum one. Yes, and I was like, that was the one that everyone oh. was talking about. The other one is is uh, minor, but yeah, we don't we don't have to mention it uh, if you guys would rather wait. I would assume For we some were talking reason, about people it. just film movies on their phones now. That is TikTok. And then upload it one thing at a time to TikTok, and it'll just be across my feed, and I'll be like, "What is this from?" And then I'm spoiled, done. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's that's TikTok in a nutshell. Um, so yeah, we don't have anything to say on the Miss Marvels because none of us have seen it, um, and mm-hmm. I will most likely wait for it to be on a Disney Plus release. I so genuinely hope they give the characters time to shine and don't like this movie is two characters that barely had any real growth in their properties within 
the uh, TV shows. Like Miss Marvel mm-hmm. rushed through her powers. Spectrum was like, I am also here. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I hope they give them time to actually do something in the movies. But again, I've, I have no clue. I, you know, I hope it's fun. I hope I'll come out the other side and be like, you know what? I really like that. Cause that's all I want. That's all I want is to enjoy. Things. You just want to, you just want to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like the, the movie just had a lot of barriers like, or, or problems with it too. Cause, um, and, and there's like so many mixed stories about that as well. I feel really bad for the director, Nia DaCosta because there was variety did a whole article that was like, Oh, she basically like left uh the la- like the post production and wasn't a part of any of it mm. and then she came back and basically what had happened is she was like well I signed on to do this movie it was supposed to take 2 years i was very devoted for those 2 years but then it be it turned into three and a half year project and so she started working on her other movie with Tessa Thompson so like she was a part of the editing process but also she was like mostly doing it remotely so sure. there was like a four month period and then they had like three months of reshoots they had to do to make the narrative cohesive. And so um, there's like quotes floating around today and it's so weird because you don't know like what's true, what's not true because people are so eager to dunk on her. Yeah. They're basically saying that she says like the movie is like half Marvel's, half hers. Like like Marvel came in as a company and worked on half of it and she tried to get in what she could. That was her story. Which but sounds I don't even very know if Marvel. That's true because... Somebody said that she didn't come to the screening or she ditched the screening. She bailed on the screening. The Hollywood Reporter tweeted, Nia DaCosta bailed on the Marvel screening. And what actually happened, if you click on the article and read it, is she wasn't invited because it was her birthday. She was having a birthday party at the same time. So they didn't invite her. So she didn't even, she didn't know it was happening until she invited some of the crew and the crew were like, oh, I'd love to come, but I can't because it's, the marvel screening but the way they and the thing is that information's in the article but the headline and then we're not tired this isn't like tmz it's the hollywood reporter but that headline they put on it was very specifically director nita costa bales on marvel screening which right, i was like that, that's that feels really shady yeah. that's really shitty because that makes it seem like so i was telling I you man, fuck about the situation you fuck about these people <laughs> they love yeah, the she hasn't gotten she hasn't gotten like a fair shake at it at all, you know? So, yeah. but I mean, there's also just I, people I who had a lot working against this movie. Absolutely. There are so, so many, so many people whose entire online, like video creation persona is just shitting on Marvel. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And so to have a headline that says that it's a good, they business. know right away, like, all those people are picking it up, and that means everyone's going to click this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's scummy as shit. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's flip flop back over to the good before we go to more bad. An echo trailer <laughs> came out. Yeah, that echo and trailer. Everyone, is fire. that looks, it looks so good. So good. It looks. So I mean, good. we were on this very fucking show talking about why the fuck does that show exist? Why does Echo need a TV show? Yeah. I am. I, I am in they, camp I hope, Echo now. After that, I trailer. hope they watch that. I hope that someone there at Marvel watched <laughs> us be like, "What is the point of having an Echo show?" What is? Well, I mean, that was not just us that like, was saying that. The internet was saying that. Everyone was like, "Why?" I'm the just fuck? saying. I hope that they they learned a lesson, and what we're going to get is going to be amazing. 
because the trailer was so well put together. It was awesome, man. My hopes are high. Very well done. It also pushes yeah. the idea that they're like actually going to be fucking hardcore. It's going to be a, um, a TV uh, MA uh, mature show. There's like daredevils hanging upside down in the trailer with blood dripping down his face. So he's going to be a prominent uh, member of that. And I love that it wasn't like a giant stinger. You actually have to look for him. He's in there for a very, very brief moment of the trailer yeah. and that's it. And I love that. I love that. It didn't like show everything. Um, and also, you know, Kingpin, uh, more Vincent. Is always I, a good think thing. Would, like, I think what makes Echo work is something that like they need to they need to do more because this also works. And we've seen it work in other stories where it's like they took a character that we love that we are attached to that had like seasons upon seasons of character development, especially season one Daredevil probably is more Wilson Fisk story than it is. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Daredevils, right? Like, so we've, we've, this character is so well established that now, like, we have more context for who Echo is, knowing that this small child was raised by this very polarizing man, right? So even that scene where, like, she gets bullied and he goes and beats the shit out he of that guy. He beats the I was shit like, out of that guy. Like, I was I know, surprised I was they were going like, to cut away. That's why I say I, it's polarizing because there's things he does in season one of Daredevil that I'm like, that's mean, but also that bitch deserved that. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a great anti hero uh, shtick, right? Like, He's that dude's so mean to that poor little girl that I was like, yeah, beat the dog shit out of him, Wilson. Go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I love they also, it feels, and again, I don't know how they pulled this off, but everything about her as a character feels so much more grounded than in, than in Hawkeye where you're just like in Hawkeye, she's doing crazy stunts. And you're like, I like you better when you just punch a person in the face. Like that's way cooler. Yeah. It's so much more interesting to see you just lose it on a person. than like, I'm going to fly through the air and fight guys. You're like, well, the, the writing also just made like the writing just made the character cool. Because she was not cool. <laughs> well, but in that trailer, they do more to make her cool than they did in that entire show. Yeah. I feel like this proves our point of like, we want to see, it's like the show don't tell method, right? Yeah. Like in Echo, they're like, she's a badass. Just understand that Echo is a badass and just deal with it. And this, we're like, we're getting to see the journey even in the trailer. We see this mm-hmm. like little kid. And we're seeing like they're basically being groomed. You mean in Hawkeye? Like from you said in Echo. Sorry. What did I say? You said in Echo. Oh, it's sorry. Fine. Yeah. 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 In yeah. Hawkeye. In Hawkeye, they're very much like you know, she's a badass. In this, like we're actually getting to see the progression. We're getting to see the journey. We have all this context of like, oh, she's she's gotten she's been in the trenches, gotten her hands dirty, you know. And so if she does end up flying somewhere in the future and doing all these crazy stunts, like kind of, I don't know, we have more like build up to that, I guess. Like we have more understanding of that instead of just having to like take their word for it, that she's a badass. Yep. I'm actually really inspired by, and I, I don't know the name of it. They announced it recently, but like the, they're splitting everything now where there's like, yeah, Marvel. I was trying to find the news like on that. I forget what Marvel, they're like it. Marvel Knights or whatever. And the street level one's supposed to be like, essentially, it's going to be. I think, hopefully, 
them cutting out a lot of the CG, them making the stories more grounded. Them co- Apparently, Spider-Man stuff, they're going to pull that back and keep him more down to earth. And yeah, so that's, that's probably it too. So the, the that, big, we need that. That might save them from the all The big their hope is that this Echo is the starting point that leads to Daredevil, and then Daredevil leads to Spider-Man 4, where Spider-Man 4 is fighting Fisk with daredevil and we get that whole thing which would be yeah and, th- and fucking awesome if they're so. trying to bring that all back down to like it's just going to be new york city I mean, it's like that kind of i'm here for it even there's uh some talk about young avengers stuff and they're like yo that's going to even be more grounded that's going to be more like a less civil war more winter soldier kind of vibes yep. and i'm like no i'm here for it sign me up we don't need to get crazy like mega battles and stuff like it can be cool and small yeah it's, they were uh, talking about bringing um punisher they were like yeah punishers in this stuff too don't worry about it yeah. okay yeah. let's go it's called the like, this uh, is what we need the marvel spotlight um is is what spotlight going with that's yeah. i thought i don't know why i was like marvel left it says, dark. Uh, that didn't sound right marvel spotlight gives After us a platform dark is crazy <laughs> that's crazy jesus yeah Marvel Spotlight gives us a platform to bring more grounded, character-driven stories to the screen, and in the case of Echo, focusing on street-level stakes over the larger MCU continuity. Uh, it said Brad Winderbaum, the studio's head of streaming, TV, and animation uh, on Marvel.com. So, uh, yeah, Echo will uh, will start that and uh, hopefully go uh, go the distance. I'd love to see more of that. The trailer was awesome. If you haven't you seen think- it yet and you were staying away from it, go watch it. It's great. Really do, you, do you think that that they the mcu writers and teams and producers and everyone have finally realized that even in actual comics multiple universes all that stuff different timelines is never like people aren't like i want more of that <laughs> you know what i mean people are just like oh my god it's another reality okay who's alive in oh this one? yeah what's the story what here like just in the comics it's always it's been annoying. a pain in the ass and do you think they yeah. realized that finally? Maybe that wasn't. I don't like, know. The I don't know if it go. was them, but it's it's more like the idea of the multiverse has infiltrated almost everything that I enjoy <laughs> on just out there. Like there's so yeah. much of it now. It's in so many video games. It's in so many, and it all starts because of the popularity that like Marvels went with doing it. Um, and so I hope that they get that hint. Of like, oh god, everyone's fucking doing this. Let's let's like really sometimes sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, you know. With remedy games, I feel like it worked, but I was actually talking to someone from a comic book publisher and distributor fairly recently, and they were telling me that their anime imprints out or manga, sorry, manga imprints outsell like their American comic books one and like in America manga actually in a lot of cases depending on city to city state to state blah blah makes more money Mm. than comic books which is wild when you think about the supremacy of like what was American comic books like in the 60s and 70s It's, it's wild that they've been completely decimated right but I think a big part of that is like if you enjoy like the the format if you enjoy this story then you just need to purchase like this the, thing. those books. Yeah. 
and you don't need to have all of this crazy other information and you don't need to buy the events and you don't need to buy the crossovers and you don't need to do all of that, right? And with comic books, like, people don't even know where to get started. Well, that's it's been the biggest hurdle for, for decades at this point uh, with comics. Yeah, you're, you're right on point with that. It's, like, impossible. And I would say like, that's the they, same as MCU now. If someone was to ask, like, where do you start? I'd say, well... Out. You kind of missed the 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 big boom, but I guess you could start with Iron Man one if you really want to. And, and admittedly, going that, back to what Bronze was talking about remedy, because I'm a big like psycho for the remedy verse. At the moment, it's phenomenal. It's so much fun to be in. But if you were to come back in ten years, seven games later or something, it might be different. Like there yeah, clearly too is much. an expiration date on like too much timey wimey Jeremy Barry stuff. Like it's eventually it's too much and the question is the people in charge do they know when to stop and in the case of marvel they had the exact same thing that drive drives and drove me crazy with like something like warcraft as a property someone said we have to keep doing bigger rather than yeah. let's tell good stories they were like it's got to be let us not forget there is still somewhere floating a plot about john snow and blade going to space to save his space girlfriend yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying about the extra credit like, stuff. There's much. so many unlike un, people get figured too out excited. Yeah. Yeah. They get too excited. And I think sometimes insular, like just like little vignette stories are good and needed. And I know that like, yeah, Loki doesn't have an effect on the MCU, right? I think that's why it's good. I think that's they also knew like when to stop, you know? Yeah. And I well, think like that's one of those cases where it's the other side of the coin, right? Where like we enjoyed it so much and it was so good that we would want mm-hmm. to see it affect the greater MCU. Yeah. But then the stuff with like Blade and Jon Snow go off to space. We're just like, what the fuck does that mean? And Marvel's like, we don't know. We'll figure that out. Maybe in in a decade, maybe we'll do the black Knight. Then it's we got other confusing. issues. Yeah. yeah. Just really to be clear. Confusing. That was, um, that was the Eternals. Two almost three years ago for yeah. Blade going to space and or giant oh, man dude. of the ocean still unanswered. If you if you want to see uh like uh th- there is a list of all the post credit scenes that have not been like fully realized or fully fulfilled in the MCU. Some of that shit's mm-hmm. wild. If you go back and actually look yeah, at Eternals all of this stuff, is probably one of the bigger offenders. Yeah. There's they, so I think many they things. were banking a lot on Eternals, and now they're just like pretending like they didn't make that movie. It's hilarious. Well, I a, mean, I understand. There's why. so many. Uh, we did not like that movie, but there's so many like honeypots that they're not able to to do anything with because it's just turned to fucking like corrosive acid. <laughs> like the Jonathan King stuff, or John the Jonathan King, Jonathan, Jonathan Major King. stuff. Yep. Uh, like there's so many rumors floating around now where it's like, yeah, they're done with King. They're moving on to like doom. That's going to be the big focus. Or we'll get to the fantastic four stuff like Galactus. That's going to be the big focus. We're not doing King anymore. Um, I, I did see, I did see some guy post a full video that was like, so based on the information presented to us in Loki, and it, like it's all about dissecting that final scene yeah. where they're like, yes, they took care of a six, one, six adjacent variant. Of that and being then, the end of Kang. And then the TVA were like, yeah, we'll look at the other. And they were like, this is the end. This is what they're saying. And I was like, this, su- that sucks. That sucks. If that's where, it, if that, it sucks because the past, what, four films have all been, been all like about that. Yeah. leading up to that. Yeah. 
yeah, it's rough. But hey, let's go from. Uh, I, mean, I guess they have to acknowledge Loki in the MCU then, because they now that I'm thinking about that post credit scene is like Kang, Kangarang. Uh, insert <laughs> music. Sure, um, but the question is: the Did Loki delete Kang in his yeah. actions at the end of the episode? Is the Kang threat gone because of? And that's what that video was about that I was watching. Like it was like, did he undo everything? Yeah, by his actions. Well, and they're saying they're and that could be um, they're out. Yeah, because they're saying they're monitoring the variants, right? Right, make, right, you know? right. It's uh, we'll see. We'll see what they go. I, I think Marvel's still waiting on that uh, that whole proceeding to like move forward. So let's. Well, jump. I, I think it is a terrible idea to just not to address stop, it. To just not address it. I agree. Yeah. Full, yeah I, I would agree. be fine if they were like movie opens, all the Kangs hanging out. Like, what are our evil plans? And then Doom comes in. He's like, "You don't expect Doom, bitches!" And he murders all of them. <laughs> he just kills I'd all be the like, Kings. You know what? Yeah. All right, I'm in. I'm back in. Don't expect doom, you don't bitches. Expect doom, bitches, and he blasts yeah. them all. True. Yeah. True. Uh, and then he does right. that move from uh, Marvel versus Capcom where he slams his hand down on the throne and everyone explodes around him. I'm That'd be it. amazing. Let's go from the uh, the Echo trailer, the good stuff, to uh, the not so good stuff. Let's talk about that Madam Web trailer, baby. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to fu- you please talk about it, but I don't have anything to say. It's is just like what the f- what the hell is that show? G- how man. Bad. Looks bad. It it looks it is looks dog shit. I I am not uh it looks on the level of Mobius. <laughs> Dialogue-wise, it looks on the level of Mobius. The whole thing where it's I, like I my mom, believe... my mom was in Africa and died to a sp- investigate a spider, and then she died. It's like, what the fuck are we talking about? It, I have to believe the voiceover is put in later because it is so, it's insane. When she's like, my mom was researching spiders in the Amazon. I'm like, oh my god, what? <laughs> I have to believe that, but at the same time, it has the exact same vibe as like a early 2000s WB show. Yeah. Or I guess CW. Well, as the exact no, it's same CW. Wait, isn't that like Dakota Johnson? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. There's a girl yeah. from Fifty Shades of Grey she's, or whatever. Yeah. She's a Nepo baby. She's Don Johnson's like daughter. She's not a good actress. I'm not, I'm sorry. I, I say that rarely. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything where she was good. So I think it was probably just a really crappily delivered line. Because she's, I'm sorry, sorry if you're watching Dakota. <laughs> like she, I, you know, and I hope she proves me wrong. I hope she proves me wrong. But like, you know, I have never seen her in something where I was like, work, Dakota Johnson, good job. I just always see her as like, but Don Johnson's a legend. Why do you suck? Bronze, <laughs> all I'm going to say is those Fifty Shades of Grey films are just, you know, they're classics. You should go watch them. Uh, just 10 out of 10, really good films. Okay. I tried to watch the first one. It wasn't hot. It was awkward. <laughs> I felt awkward. Now, hold on. What if it was that think- energy bronze, but with spiders? Hmm? Can we do an entire the film o- around awkward, the- <laughs> awkward, awkward energy. And what if, what if okay. we had a bad guy who's just okay. Spider-Man in a darker uh-huh. suit? Um, okay. That's where, but that he was last <laughs> so seen in the jungle. 
<laughs> and that's where her mom was killed while studying I, spiders in the Amazon. I had this, yeah. Okay. Look, I I I enjoy a Spider-Man, right? I am a fan of the Spider-Man and the Spider-Man universe. Some of the Spider-Man shit that they do is it's they went too far. And this film is hitting the edge of that existence uh of comic book Spider-Man lore. It's just too fucking far. Like it's it, I all of these characters were created to support Spider-Man and now they're all in a film without Spider-Man. But Mark Sony so, wants Sony's to keep like its IP. Yeah, Sony's yeah. like we got to keep this IP. We got to let's it has milk it. nothing to do with yeah, they're like well, we can't absurd. make another Spider-Man cuz Spider-Man exists and we already have a Spider-Man. So let's make everything around it and then the plan, I'm telling you, the plan is they're going to be like how much can we force into a Marvel movie? Well, so that how many of these side characters like they're making a Craven <sighs> movie, a Craven movie. So there, there was a, yeah. a I saw yeah. a headline that was saying essentially uh, all of this stuff that Sony is doing is going to be folded into the proper MCU uh, for like the multiverse shit. And they're going to bring those characters over. Um, but they'll just say that was like a parallel reality. And I hope so. Them. I hope they don't uh, bring any of it over. And I hope they do say that, but yeah, man, it, um, yeah, it, that trailer's bad. Like it's I just, I just great. need, it's not great. I just need to show this image to you. I'm going to send it to you in the chat here. Okay. So you can show it to everyone again. They got like a bunch of like beautiful Hollywood oh, actors yeah. to be so, the spider so, characters. This is why this film will looks, get seen. It looks terrible. Like, again, they picked, they're going to be like, come see beautiful ladies dressed in tight spider outfits, which has been what the comics have been for years. Let's not pretend. But <laughs> what this really is, is terrible CG. <laughs> again, just like really, like, look at this outfit. That's Sydney That's not, Sweeney I, uh, as Jessica Carpenter in like the famous costume, which is a skin tight costume. It's just not a good. And it's Sydney a, Sydney Sweeney was in Euphoria and is well known uh, for that being beautiful. Yeah, but, I mean, like, and, and amazing that actor, is why but also she's like, in this film in a lot of ways. Yeah, like very good actor. Not even gonna like, but among thirteen to eighteen year old men, she is like one of those it girls at yep. the moment. And so I very much get why she's in this movie, but again, that's like, I can't tell if that's a really terrible mask or a truly awful CG, but the fact that it doesn't even go around her face all the way is insane to me. I don't know what this look is. I don't know if they put the mask on her, but in the real movie, she doesn't have a mask on during this shot. Yeah. It looks weird around the left part of her hairline. Yeah, it looks weird. Which is why I think it might be CG. Something about it does look off. Yeah. And and again, they they tease this the same way they tease Craven and Morbius, which were like 90% of the trailers is utter nonsense. And then there's one 20-second shot of a spider-related thing. And it's like, that's going to get people in. It's like, oh yeah, Morbius. Oh yeah, no, he's he he's a vampire guy, but also Spider Man. And then it's like, uh, Craven is just like, yeah, I'm a guy who kills people, but also now I want to kill a Spider Man. It's the same thing here. It's like, Madam Web, I'm seeing 
tr crazy visions and a man's trying to kill me, but also spider women. <laughs> what is yeah. this shit? Uh, the, the rest of the cast all have, uh, their roles as well. Um, so Dakota Johnson, uh, Dakota Johnson is Cassandra Webb or Madam Webb, Sydney Sweeney, the person we were just looking at, she's playing Julia, uh, Julia Carpenter, um, who is a mm -hmm. spider lady. Uh, Celeste O'Connor is playing another spider lady. She's the one that has like the iron spider type deals. Um, yep. Uh, Isabel Merced, uh, she's playing another spider, a spider lady by the name of Anya Corzon. Um, and then, you know, Adam Scott. Yeah. From, oh, yeah. uh, Severance Parks mm -hmm. and Rec. Yeah. Party yeah, Down. Parks and Rec. He's playing Ben Parker. I mean, that's, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, He's that's, in there as Ben mm, Parker. That's sure. a thing. Uh, yeah. Emma Roberts is Mary, uh, Parker and yeah, we'll see where the rest of that goes. Uh, this, uh, Madam Webb can essentially her like power is that she can see different, uh, things in the future. So they might try to get across the, the web verse, bro. Yeah. Yeah. The web verse, if you the will. web of life and destiny, which like, they're going to probably say that in that film. And that's where. Like, no theater is going to hear that and think, like, oh, man, that's sick. They're going to all hear, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> like, what? The fucking web of, web of life and destiny. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of questions about, like, who the target audience for this is. Yeah. Like, the I, comic just, shit I don't know goes what they're trying weird, to do. Man, with Spider Man gets weird with, with the, Wait, the friends. Don't elements. you live in my building? It's almost like we're all connected. Yeah, the the sisterhood of the traveling spider. Yeah, it's it's really I saw you at my dentist. You ran into my car and you live in my building. Wait, are we all connected? <laughs> What's crazy is looking at a lot of the cast photos filmed on set and things like that. Most of this movie looks more Charlie's Angels than it does a Spider-Verse story. Yeah. And again, I don't know what they were thinking. Well, here's I've here's the other life. thing. Do you think that because of the you know the, the quote success of Morbius, the the meme ability of Morbius, do you think they're hoping that happens again? Like, is that is that no. a goal of the PR for this? Is that they're hoping that like this gets picked up they by the meme even lords? And what happened? Oh no, they Morbius, totally didn't. Which is why they re-released it. Yeah. it in theaters, right? Like yeah. they don't. I think they try to pretend like we meant to make a bad movie <laughs> afterwards, you know, like, because they're like, yeah, you're, it is more being there. There's like some dude somewhere who's like, I mean, Charles, the kids are morbing. They're saying <laughs> it's morbing time. I think this movie needs to come back to the movie theaters and I bet you they released this and they're like, look, it's got the Sydney Sweeney's look at her body. Look at that rack. And it's got the Dakota <laughs> Jansen's and the, the, the marketing for this. And it's going to be a hit. And when people say the trailer's bad, they'll be like, it's supposed to be bad. It's webbing time. <laughs> it's webbing time. Look at Reggie. Web, 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 web. All you need to say now, Brods, is what, what my mod Reggie, Reggie just said. And that's someone only needs to say, Giat the Rizzler's skinny bitch. I can't even say it without fucking laughing. 
Scabidity to get that free youth money. They could probably do it. They could probably do it. <sighs> Here's that. Look, look. All you need to know about this film is just be in the movie space, like be a fan of movies, exist in the movie space for long enough, and you'll realize. February is where movies go to die. (laughs) And this movie comes out in February. So that tells you exactly what the team behind it, what the executives think they're putting it out because they need to keep the copyright stuff and the IP. But other than that, they don't expect it to make money. They're not going to, they're going to write off most of it. I would bet. I would think uh, like part of me is more interested in seeing this than I am the Marvels. Cause I know the Marvel is going to be like, okay, but this is going to be bad, and I want to hate watch it, right? Like, I just want to see how the fucking thing is, bad it is. If it was good, I'd be so excited. But there's no way on planet Earth a Madam Web film is good. It just isn't. She's like maybe a character you put in a Spider-Man movie. You put in a Spider-Man like the movie. The last yes. into the Spider-Verse movie yes. for like six minutes. Yeah. There's no way this and, is a and, main and character. And it's like the she. they do the scene from uh, The Matrix with the fucking architect. You do that thing, yeah. but in the MCU. <laughs> and then if you leave it a mystery and it's like, who was Madam? Like, that was really cool. There was someone at the center of the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like, that's a cool moment. This is like, I learned by powers. Like, an origin story yeah. for <laughs> Madam Web sucks. <laughs> Unnecessary. Her mom was in It's dog shit, Africa. man. It's dog shit. Jesse. And dog she shit. was studying spiders and that man was there. Okay. Yeah. Who's there? Well, I like. How's that possible? I would love that to. Guy. I would the love one. to see that. There's a documentary that came out about uh, the uh, the holiday special for Star Wars. I would love to see 40 years from now to see the documentary about like Marvel responding to internally everything that Sony is doing and just being like, God fucking damn it! They're they're doing Matt. They have Madam Web. They've got a Madam Web in a film, and it's it's going to be dog shit. It's like, well, we can't do anything. They own the IP. What do you want us? They can't. And then, and Faggy's just like over in the corner crying or something. But, <laughs> but the, the problem is, they footage. very clearly can because the Miles movies are fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like they very clearly know how to make good movies. They. I just, just don't know. Not to. Yeah. Yeah, they're choosing the not to. Money. The insurance money is better. That's weird. It's okay. like the producers. It's absolutely like if we make a flop, we'll make millions. It's it's insane. <laughs> well, let's uh let's flip flop back over to, <laughs> to the potential good. Because we have the what if season two trailer uh that came out uh, pretty recently, actually. I think about five or six days ago. Um Actually, looks. I, I thought season one. I was very impressed with it. Uh, I'm I'm excited for season two, and I'm also excited for how they're airing it because it starts on December twenty uh, second, and then every single day for the next nine days we'll have a new episode uh, all the way. It's very smart. First. And so, like, people yeah, are gonna be indoors. They're gonna be watching Disney Plus. They want to, you know, see stuff. I think that's cool. It looks like also they're finally gonna take the like. Yeah, we did some fun stuff with season one, but let's do crazy shit with season two. Yeah. Like I am, that's what I'm here for. What is the point of a what if, if we don't get wild 
Like, the what if is, what if a character was a different character? Like, boo! Let's get crazy! Yeah. So, fingers crossed. That's what we actually have. It uh, it was a what very cool trailer. What if Spider-Man shot Webb out of his butthole instead of his <laughs> wrist hole? But was played by uh, Stephen Merchant. Sign it. Done. Fun British accent. Spider spider butt goo. Hilarious. You know that'd be funny. Yeah. Could happen. Right? How or or poop? how does he poop? Danny DeVito. <laughs> Spider-Man poop. <laughs> I just like it's off the top of my head. Like these would be great episodes. Yeah. It'd it's, be fantastic. They've also uh pretty much made this like a Christmas theme, I suppose. Uh, here, here's the promotional image, and like Uatu straight up got the Santa Claus hat, and Thor's got Santa Claus hat, and there's some, there's literally Tony Jack Stark. Black as Thor. It's easy. <laughs> it writes itself. Yeah, it should. It should be a good time. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Uh, especially nine episodes, watching them daily. They'll, they'll get the buzz going. Hopefully, it's a good time. And if they do what they did with the like when they put it all together in the end, if they do that again, that was great. Yeah. I loved, I've loved watching. Well, it looks like it's going to be cool a continual shit. thing. I mean, at, yeah. at the end of the trailer, I'm pretty sure it's Uatu with, um, Peggy Carter, Captain America. So I sure. think that's like a returning character, right? Cause that's, she put together the, like, what if super team type deal? Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, that comes out December 22nd, about a month from now. Uh, that's it for trailers. Got a little bit of news. I mean, there's been so much news, uh, for the past four months. Um, they straight up restarted everything on daredevil. They just said like, yep, we're going to bring in new people and start this whole fucking thing over. Uh, which is good. Good. good I think. Yeah. Like some of the reports out of that, that we had heard was not that, that great of things. And so now they're like refocusing, Hopefully that delivers a better product. Um, I mean, if it's anything based on previous strikes, every time they tried to start a thing, a big stop happened and they went back to it. It never turned out good. Yeah. I would rather them be like, let's restart. Let's just drawing board this whole thing. And hopefully that means good stuff. Fingers I agree. Crossed. I agree. Um, one of the bigger bits of news, at least more recently was the fantastic forecasting. Um, during the strike, they basically said that they were kind of in a lot of uh, final conversations around the casting for the Fantastic Four. Strike ended, and now we got some news last week um, with nothing confirmed, but pretty much confirmed. Um, Pedro Pascal is going to be playing Reed Richards, which I think was, I think they were expecting it to be like a bigger leak and a bigger hit, but a lot of people were just, Pedro's got the, he finally hit his, like, I've, he's done too much. He's, he's in too many well, things. He saturated the, think, the market. And a lot of people are like, how's that going to work? I don't think that it's like, he's like done too much. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you my take on it. Okay. I think it's like, we've seen what Pedro can do. And he's right. not going to be able to do any of those things as Mr. Fantastic. Like he's going to be too likable. Declawed declawed in this role they're not gonna give him anything fucking juicy he's gonna have 
a couple of little one line, you know, like, and so w- why would you be excited to see him there when you can go see him in The Last of Us? Like, you can go see like him with in- Nicolas Cage in the greatest great movie film. of our generation. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like, Good he film. does, you know, so I think people are just like, oh, you know, because like, and, and I think it's also like a really safe casting and it's clearly for publicity. So that's also like, you know, they didn't cast somebody that everyone's like, oh, you know, so it's like, yeah. I think there's I think there's a lot of there's a lot there. I don't think he's Chris Pratt yet where people are just tired of him. Sure. I think it's literally just like, you know, I'm sorry, my cat. That's also because crying. Pedro consistently comes with like solid takes. Well, he, when he doesn't it. have a take. He doesn't yeah. talk. Yeah, he's, he's, like he yeah. doesn't like he doesn't put himself out there for people to hate on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's also a choice that is like okay, I can see as how as a casting director, you'd be like, well, he's a safe bet. He's the right? safe it's, pick. Yeah, I would go with safe. Yeah, sure. the problem is is that people already that for. That's what I'm saying. The problem is is that people already had it in their mind like, there's no one that could do better than our mental husband and wife actually being husband and wife in like emily uh, like they already had the mental cast of what people wanted on the internet and obviously it was never going to be that so no matter what they said it was never going to live up to like the imagination they had and so everything would be a letdown anyway so people like yeah okay cool but yeah it wasn't what they wanted and i think that's the big takeaway there was a, a bunch of uh I guess leaks, comments, rumors going around um, that for the film, uh, the main focus will be on Sue Storm and not Reed Richards. And so a lot. Oh, of, I read that too. A lot of yeah, like fine. big name actors weren't actually into that. They uh, they wanted to be the focus, it, yeah. so they passed on it. Um, there was some of the other people as well that they said were in the running. Uh, now I'm blanking on their names. Who played Mysterio in the MCU? Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal was in the running for that. Reed Richards, yeah, which would have been really wild. Um, See, but that's interesting. That's it is different. interesting. Yeah, well, it's it's also different because he's no. also been in the MCU, but that's that's been that's happened before, so it's not anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I, the cool. thing is, like, I don't think this is one of those times where it's like, oh, I don't know. You know, like sometimes when there's a superhero movie and people are like, I don't, I don't know if that guy could be that character. Yeah. He'll do fine. You know what I mean? He'll be he'll be great yeah. and he's a great actor, but it's like Yeah. You know, all right. It, so what is this movie going to be? What are we going to get? Yeah. Not going to We also know he's not going to be giving. It was like w- when Oscar Isaac was cast as Moon Knight, we knew that the character was interesting enough that we were going to see Oscar Isaac put on a goddamn fucking masterclass and we did. Yeah. Right. So sorry, Reed Richards does not have that. That we're like, ooh, Pedro Pascal is going to have a lot to work with here. No, he's not. He's not going to have a lot to work with here. <laughs> Are you saying like he's, he's one note, like he's the asshole? Type Reed, of- yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yes. he's he is a little one note, you know. So it's <clears throat> like you can't do a whole lot with that role, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might completely rewrite him. I hope so. Maybe yeah. they will. Uh, th- but there's not a lot there to work with. Saw a bunch of rumors as well that for that whole Fantastic Four character verse, right, that comes with it. Um, they're thinking of gender bending the Silver Surfer, and it might be a female uh, in the role. Uh, I, for one, 
want more skin tight silver ladies <laughs> in my movies. So Dread, whoever it is, let's go. We'll see if that's let's, a thing. I'm could, here for could this. Could be cool. You know what? Yeah. I want this. I want this. Could be cool. I want. Do you have, sure? Have you guys this heard could, the other casting could, uh, for the rest? No, of the No, let's focus okay. on this for a minute. Okay. All remember right. sexy. Remember sexy robots. <laughs> this could be like that, dude. Yeah. Remember like the sexy robots. What are we talking? This could be like that. Give, give me an example. What's the sexy robot? I don't know. Like during the seventies, all the like like rock bands are like sexy robot ladies that were like chrome robot ladies You're talking about and like I'm austin saying, powers fembots is that what, what, what no 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 they were chrome dude it wasn't that it wasn't like flesh like talking bullshit. like uh, it was chrome man? ladies and we did, could have a chrome lady man, really? and she'll be like what's up i'm the silver surfer but she doesn't have hair because she's chrome she's all chromed out and she's like i'm i'm here to surf and then people be like whoa what are you surfing for and she's like i got this awesome dude i hang out with his name's galactus and he smokes planets whole bro and then they'd be like damn bet i assume that's what the dialogue will be yeah are you talking about like hajime soriyama am i what are you familiar with the artist hajime soriyama that did i'm looking it up right now Yes, that's exactly okay. the vibe that is used oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. those. No, yes, that's exactly what reference. I'm talking about. Yes. Good reference. Very okay, good so reference. You, you want that? Yeah. Like, Silver Surfer. Because like, like, when yeah. I heard Lady Silver Surfer, I was also thinking Soriyama. I didn't put it as crudely as you. But when you started to be crude. <laughs> crudely? Then, I was appreciating I the art form. The, of hot you can chrome buy ladies. Soriyama piece. There's, you can get chrome nipple. If you Whoa, want it, please, there's, there's please. Mm, please. I'm not did it all. I appreciate from afar. I don't want to infiltrate my life in any meaningful way, but <laughs> just know that when it happens, I'll be in the theater. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is good stuff right here. Great. This is the good stuff. Yeah. Well, oh, I need to own it. No, I'm going to buy you a Soriyama poster. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. I, thank you. I'm just a big titted robot lady. Jesus. <laughs> I just have I told you how much I love you lately. We're we're discovering things about Jesse this episode, I suppose. What can I say? I'm a chromie. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, Here's some other casting uh, big rumors, pretty much locked in. Uh, These are more interesting to me. Pedro Pascal is Reed Richards. My take on it is just like exactly what you. He'll be fine. I I hope they give him something to work with. I think that'll be exciting. But uh, the rest of the Fantastic Four. Uh, I hope I don't butcher these names. Uh, Eben Moss, uh, will be the thing. What you will notice Jesse immediately who that person is when you see him. Cause he was in Andor. He's also the cousin from, um, uh, what? God damn it. I'm blanking on the show name. Um, the bear, he's the cousin and the bear, uh, very recognizable face. Um, mm-hmm. When you see it, do you want me to show you a photo, Jesse? Have you found it? I yet? would love. I'm trying to find. Okay, these photos. This guy right here. Ooh, right where? Right here. This man. Oh my God! Yeah, I absolutely yeah. know that man. Yeah. yeah, I think he would be an amazing uh, Ben. Is the thing. I'm very excited. Um, Obviously, he's going to be CG to hell, but that guy can act. Yes, like, he's a, a phenomenal actor. actor. So. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think the thing, you know, he, 
Thing's got a he's got a cool role, and I think this guy could play that very well, like chip on his shoulder type type dude. Yep. Um, curious to see like how they handle him as a entity. You mentioned the CG. Is he just perma CG'd? Is like a walking around Korg type look. Like, what I mean, are we doing? I, it, it depends on where they put them in the in their arc of a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Are we ever? Would we ever even see him as a pre Ben? You know what? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Human Torch is rumored to be uh, Bronze. You mentioned. Uh, I think you mentioned him earlier. Joseph Quinn, uh, the Stranger Things rocker, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that mm-hmm. uh, that did the whole Metallica. You know what? Thing. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. If that's true, that's fun. I, I really yeah, hope that is uh, is going to be a thing. He has some good unhinged energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also a, a, I I thought he was one of the best uh, actors in that uh, that season of Stranger Things. He was very well done. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think he's also got the fan love, right? Like if they're going for the pop, uh, people will. He's got he's got a, a rabid fan base. Uh, because of Stranger Things, and so it's right. good casting. From That's that a card. great wig. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I yeah, have to assume it's a wig, but it's a, it's one I would wear. Sure, yeah. that's a great wig. It's a good wig. Good wig. Some uh, of the wigs in Marvel movies suck. That's the reason I notice them now. Because sometimes I'll see a wig that I'm like, "Y'all run out of money? <laughs> what's <laughs> what's going on with this wig over here?" Uh, Sue Storm. Huge fan of this actress. I'm pulling up the photo. Not being super dramatic. It's Vanessa oh, Kirby. It the, uh, oh, it's What's-Her-Face from uh, Mission, Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yep. Yep. She's also mm-hmm. in Napoleon. Um, she's about to have a huge, I think, breakthrough role in Napoleon. Wish I knew her name. I just know that she's the lady in Mission Impossible. Who Vanessa Kirby. Tom Cruise mm-hmm. does not sleep with. Yeah. She's Even great. She, every time she's like, I'm going to sleep with Tom Cruise. And he's like, no, I've got to save the world. And she's like... <laughs> Why aren't you trouble? And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she was in Hobbs and Shaw. She's She's been in a bunch of films. I think she'd be a great, uh, a great Sue Storm, especially if the, the film is, is centered around her, like those rumors. Uh, and then uh, the final like piece of the Fantastic Four puzzle, Galactus has a rumored casting. Are you ready for this? Who, now, who do you guys think? I don't think you'll actually guess. Would be Galactus? Yeah. Who do you think is going to be Galactus? <laughs> Any guesses? I have no. I have no clue. I was going to say uh, I have nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. Christian Bale. No, they already used him. It's true. They don't. They don't go back. Robert Pattinson. Negative. Robert Pat, a little older. How about uh, Javier Bardem? Is Galactus? That's a waste. <laughs> that is that is absolutely a waste. It's like a lot of their villains. That's a, that's a waste. Actor. He's a very very good. That's actor. a waste. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see him no gobble point. up some planets. You don't want to see his face like you half cut off. A, you could have a speaking spell play Galactus. Let's be fucking <laughs> yeah. Let's be for fucking real here. Oh, okay. man. I mean, look, it's fine if they do it. But again, it's going to be another long line in amazing actors playing villains that you know will be gone by the like, well, they had their one movie. That's it. And you're like, well, can you really kill why? Galactus, though? 
they but they could be like, and Galactus was handled and never will return again. Yeah, yeah that's usually what happens. Usually, like the Silver Surfer is the real villain. Norrin Rad is usually like the real villain of trying to yeah convince him to find another planet. So that's like the better role, kind of. Galactus is just kind of like a big mouth that goes, I'm going to eat you now. And then, like, that's kind of the extent. <laughs> yeah. Of well, it. that's, that's the weird thing is I don't, the, the fought the, was it, I think it was fantastic Four two in the Alba, uh, fantastic. It was a, Four. It was a cloud. It was a demon. It cloud. was a demon cloud. cloud. And that's because they didn't know how the fuck to like put Galactus on the screen without it being completely Goofy? absurd. And so I, that problem hasn't been fixed. You can't just well, have like Javier Bardem you can walking change the around. Outfit. I was going to say, look, look at Eternals, though, because when yeah. that dude showed up on the horizon, I was, it was like, pretty cool. But does girl, that mean it was that- cool? But I was also like, the Earth would be pulled towards his body because of the, uh, the oh. size of him. Like he would disturb. The yeah, Earth's but the, the physics of it is like, insane. But like the look. All the eternal like super gods looked cool as no, shit. They looked cool. I, no, they did look cool. Yeah. So they can make Galactus look cool. They have the technology to do that. It's all about how they sell it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if just like he appears and he's a giant, have your birthday? Just like, hello everyone, I'm Galactus. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I hope he keeps that accent. I hope he keeps the accent. I think that would be so funny, dude. <laughs> Like, I just, you know, it's how they, they sell it. Stop casting these, like, amazing actors. and Because I'm still not over freaking Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. Like, they need to just, like, not do this. He you came know? back, like, though. He got, he, he got his. Uh, he did come back. But, his, like, his for a year, for, moment. like, three years, I was miserable. I was like, why would you do this thing? Why would you cast that wonderful man as Apocalypse? And sure. I feel like I'm feeling that way about Javier Bardem, where I'm like, Galactus, bitch, really? He could be such a good villain if you give him like a villain he can like Look, have some I dialogue mean, in. If you, if you would have told me that Josh Brolin would kill it as Thanos twenty years ago, I would have been like, you're well, a fucking I mean, but idiot. But he did. Right, so it's well, possible. No, like, Thanos is a very interesting character, though. Thanos is like sits and has conversations with death. Right. He's like you know, like he thinks he's the good guy. Like it, you know, when you read Thanos imperative, like dude has like gravitas. He has lines. Like I've read so many Silver Surfer comics, and Galactus <coughs> is just like this big hungry just a boy. Big guy, yeah. He's literally says, an like, invisible wall. Five words. He straight up Galactus is the same thing as when you play a Mario level and the it keeps moving, the screen keeps moving, and if you get caught, you die. That's Galactus. He is not a character. He is he is an invisible wall coming to destroy Earth, and it's like, well, we got to avoid that. But it's not like cool or fun. It's just an obstacle. It is like, oh, we got to watch out for that guy. Yeah, he's the screen. He's a he's a force of nature, but he's more of a screen hazard. You just you got to watch out. Don't get caught by him. It's 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 not great character, right? Yeah. Unless they again they change it, and they've done a lot of changes with with the MCU. A lot of things have been upended, and that's fine. But what if we just forego all of that, and it's just Doctor Doom? What if the secret is 
So Artemis Doctor Doom. That would be crazy. There are, there I kind of would love that. There's a short list right now uh, that is floating around for Doctor Doom's casting. Uh, three actors are on it. Uh, Jason Clark, who you guys probably aren't super familiar with. He was in Oppenheimer. He was in uh, Pet Cemetery. He's in Terminator Genesis. Um, I could show you an image of it. I don't know if that'll help. Not not a super well-known. I absolutely know oh, who this guy is. Yes. He's also in a Great Gatsby. He's yeah. no, he's yep. good in everything he's in. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's in the running. Uh, Ralph Fiennes is another one of the names being thrown around. I mean, around. he's always a villain. They'll always put him in a villain role mm. if they can. And then so the like, one. Okay. Yeah. The one that. Uh, Made the internet uh, hearts flutter is Mads Mickelson. He's thinking about coming back potentially. I can I just tell you for the record, it's hilarious to me that if they're like, oh god, we got to find a villain at the last minute, someone call Mads. So, like, it's crazy to <laughs> yeah. me that yeah, that to me, even though it's a fine casting, it also is lazy casting. It feels it like Hollywood it's too easy. Yeah, it's it's just it. There's so many actors that they could pick that have no commitments to their time that would be great in this role that they could then do it for the next 10, 15 years. And they're just like, all right, what if we got a guy who we know is reliable and didn't actually try to find someone new to play this role who fits the role perfectly. You know what I mean? It's just lazy, but everyone does that. That's what casting in Hollywood is. Mads play more positive characters like more good guys because he's, yeah, he's, he's such he has so much range. He's got he's gotten typecast yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I I loved him in Hannibal, a show that I can't believe oh, was on so TV. Yeah, on national TV. But yeah, I haven't finished Hannibal, but what I've watched of it, I'm like, this is art. Yeah, it's wow. it's honestly a tough show to binge. At least it was for me, just because of how dark. That's I, no, was. I had to t- I had to take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That's that's me. I, that's why I haven't finished it. Not because it's not good. Yeah. I just like had to like. I was like, it's oh, I don't binge. know if I want to. I need to take a break and come back to it. Yeah. Uh, the final casting that was, it's all but confirmed, I suppose, if you believe uh, Robert Kirkman's uh, word. He was uh, talking with David Finch on YouTube uh, for something. And uh, Robert Kirkman currently is, uh, I think he was doing promotion for Invincible, which is his Amazon. Oh, yeah. Um, on YouTube, he was doing it, yeah. Yeah, Amazon uh, show that just hit season two, which is great uh, if you're not watching it. Uh, and in uh, Invincible, Stephen Ewan, uh, who I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly, mm-hmm. plays the uh, title character Invincible. And uh, Kirkman in said interview said, quote, my good friend Stephen is playing Sentry in a movie. It seemed unclear if he was supposed to divulge that information, but then continued according to Looper.com saying, quote, uh, he said, uh, I just came back from a fitting for the century. I guess I only do superheroes that are yellow and blue because his character in Invincible has a yellow mm. and blue suit, just like the century. So I don't Listen. know. Uh, I don't know much about century, um, in terms of the comic book aspect of it, but we'll see. Uh, I think. I think when we first talked about him being in the uh, in the MCU, because that was a rumor a long time ago, we thought he might be playing Amadeus Cho. Amadeus Cho, yeah, yeah. no, um, which would be like a bigger character. But also, I think if they're going to do Young Avengers, they can't use him because he would be too old. Right. right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. So now I and I, they need like 
thinking about what, how they would use that version of the Hulk, it has it has to be like somebody super young. Sure. Um, oh. So I, I guess my so question. I don't know. Oh, go ahead. So I looked up Sentry because I know nothing about Sentry. But like without Superman. spoils. Right, but like also worse. He's like so. A, yeah, yeah. Basically, whenever Sentry uses his powers for an act of good, a part of his b- person called the Void immediately counteracts it with something of evil. And that's kind of cool. I have no idea how that fits into a movie about, you know, Thunderbolts, but like. Yeah, so that's, that's the cool big concept. thing is that he's going to be in Thunderbolts as the villain, um, which I hope it's not a one and done situation. Uh, talk about wasting actors. I think Steven is a fantastic actor. Um, and if, if you only know him from the walking dead, shame on you, because uh, he has done so many incredible roles, uh, after that, uh, that TV series. But yeah, I only know him from, uh, from Marvel snap. And that is that he has a negative 10 when he mm. used Sentry uh, that is called the void. So that's, that's the only aspect I know of him of, but we'll have to see. That could be, a bit, that could be a like confusing a confusing one. But that could be fun to have a character who, like, you have these people in Thunderbolts who aren't necessarily the good guys, right? Mm. And then you pit them against a character who wants to do good but is forced to do bad. And I think that's that could be a great script. It also could be total trash. It really depends. Depends on what they produce. Yeah. But, like, there's the potential there for this to be an amazing film. Yeah. Well, we will see. Uh, that All that stuff got pushed back. We didn't talk about the dates, but uh, we did mention Deadpool's the only film coming out next year. Uh, everything else is pushed back to 2025. Thunderbolts, I think, being the first one um, to be pushed back uh, for showing in 2025. So, Deadpool 3 is looking cool. If all that stuff is to be believed, um, it seems like it's they're doing a lot with that. Um, Hugh Jackman's obviously a part of that. Big rumors that Taylor Swift is going to be the Dazzler. Um, also, just big rumors that they're going to have literally fucking everyone <laughs> in that film uh, from past and, and current um, iterations of Marvel shows, movies, whatever. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to see how it goes from there. But yeah, that's generally everything I think it's happened in the MCU for the past four months. Uh, Chad, if we missed anything... Speak now or forever hold your peace. Um, if there's anything else we need to uh, to cover, you want us to discuss. Because otherwise, it's getting late. Well, hold on. Did Captain America get pushed back? Yes. I also think that that film is getting like pretty major rewrites, <laughs> if I remember reading Yeah, correctly. I see that it was originally scheduled for July 26, 2024, and it is now scheduled for unknown date 2025. Yeah. Yeah, it got pushed back pretty uh Pretty bigly. <laughs> yeah, and I get everything's gonna be pushed back because so many movies were scheduled for 2025, and now there's no there's no way. So yeah, there's just not enough time. The the strike. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think impacted the, all that in a good in a good way because they got what they they want. Jesse, I think the SAG contract still hasn't been signed, right? No, not yet. It was uh, it's something for They're approval. Pushing back submitted. on AI. Yeah, AI. Oh, provisions. I thought the final stuff went out. Has it not been like fully signed? Well, I mean, if you're in SAG, you would get a thing that's you know, you would have to sign the agreement. They voted, right? Yeah. I believe they voted, but I don't think anything's been officially signed yet. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, there's been a lot of um, 
conversation around the the lack of AI protections. Yeah. And so there's a huge push to like not approve the contract. Got it. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see what happens with that, but there's a, a lot of people. I think we know a lot of people who are in the like world of acting and voice acting and stuff. And they're already starting to see in contracts, things that are like the voices you used, we can like in perpetuity with AI go in and alter the line in a future. Like if something needs to change in the future and people are like, look at your contracts. They're already starting to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's some weird ethics stuff too with like did you hear they're making a new edith piaf movie yes and a lot of that's like ai right they're just AIing it How? yeah which is which is wild because the movie la vie en rose with um oh i forget her name she's so good she's in um inception marianne cotillard i think is her name sure yeah she yes. fucking killed yes. it yeah she fucking nailed it yeah yeah, yeah. she fucking nailed it like, and it's like, I don't know. To me, it's weird because it's like, oh, an AI movie just, I don't know. It seems weird to me. Like, imagine if the Elvis movie was like, oh, we could have hired an actor, but we're just going to recreate his we just voice through AI. had Elvis, yeah. Uh, Might have been better. <laughs> <Get it. laughs> I haven't seen Wait, it. Wait, do you, was it? it? No, no, no. Oh. I've, I've not seen it. I just know all the, the BS around the actor, uh, like being stuck in that character for so long, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, sorry. I was thinking the Priscilla movie. That's the one I was. Oh, that, I oh, oh, that oh okay. Name. He fucking ate as Elvis. I didn't watch the other one. Sorry. Yeah. No, um, I, I. No, the Priscilla that movie. Austin Butler. Was that who I'm thinking of? Yes. You're thinking of Austin yeah, Butler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a different Elvis now. Right. That's the one with From Priscilla. The Priscilla movie. Yeah. Okay. Was not aware. Uh, I feel like his, his cadence and stuff is so good, but yeah. Sure. Uh, folks in chat are asking Spider-Man game. Either you play Spider-Man 2. If not, you should. Uh, not yet. No, no, I'm in such a backlog. You should play Spider-Man 2. It's good. Talking about uh, that I Fringe. I don't, that'll be good. The first one was great. Yeah. I'm still in Act 2 of Baldur's Gate 3, and I have over 100 hours you, in that game. Yeah, I am that's, sick. That's correct. You got I'm stuff sick. you got to do. Uh, no, you are. Yep, that's true. You are sick. I will say on the, the topic Spider-Man 2... Uh, <laughs> If you want my full thoughts, we covered in <laughs> we covered in drop frames, uh, so you can go watch that bod. Um, I don't know what episode it was, but it, one of the more recent ones. Uh, very good. I was talking about the fringe Spider-Man shit. They're kind of testing the waters, and uh, in Spider-Man too, they do some they do some fringe shit. Where I was, I'm so curious to know, like how after the months after how the the immediate. Um, like popular fandom reacts to it. Cause there's some things in there where it's like, man, this was really silly when it was in the comics in the late nineties. How does this work in 2023? Uh, <laughs> so we'll see what happens down the line. I'm curious how you guys feel about it whenever you get around to, uh, to playing it very much worth it though. Game's fantastic. I a hundred percent of it. It was, it was only like 26 hours. So it doesn't overstay. It's welcome. Uh, it's got all your, your favorite characters in it that you would, expect uh and all more. my favorites yeah and more i would say madam webb she may or may not show up yes, oh my madam webb is in spider-man she may Yo, or may not show let's up. go what what if i told you Did she uh, talked to you about her mom in the amazon and spider research uh craven talks to you about the amazon uh wong shows up 
funny enough. There's a Wong thing in that game. If you like, if you want to talk about how crazy is that true? Game. Yeah. Hold on, but is it like Wong from the movies? Uh, no, it's Wong from the Spider-Man verse mm. of of the game, the the Insomniac oh, verse. Oh, oh, not oh, not okay. the Spider verse, right. but the Spider. The sure, Spider-Man. sure, sure. Okay, sure. There is sure. Oh, I I know what you mean now. There is Spider verse shit in there as well. Uh, <laughs> it's got a lot. It's got a lot of stuff. Um, Sounds fun. Um, it's worth but it. It, do you think? Do you think we'll get some more backstory on my new favorite character, Madam Web? Because maybe Jesse, I shut, just like Jesse, Jesse, could Jesse, be. shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, dude. No, JP is too professional. He won't say it. Whoa. I will say it. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> stop. Fucking do you not like Madam Web, Web, the newest smash hit sensation from Sony Entertainment? You do not like. You do not like Madam Web either. What do you, you mean? I'm a big creature. fan of her character. No, you are not. No, you are not. Jesse's into grandmas. And you heard you it here love first. All redheads. Jesse loves love the grandmothers. The only fucking exception to that. You do not like her. Stop it. A lot of people are gonna see those uh, grandmothers coming up Thanksgiving. Give Jesse a call. That's what he's saying. All right, call me grandmas. Yeah, he loves them gilfs. Couldn't get. Do enough. you like to knit? the fabric of reality together with webs <laughs> call me nana jp cut the show I, <laughs> knit the fabric of reality oh man knit, this motherfucker said knit the fabric of reality it's true it's true uh just to reiterate what we said at the beginning we'll see what happens with mcu crew might rebrand it might become a uh an all things crew um we kind of already are but just by name uh we'll be able to the talk world wide web, all Madam Web Name's conversations, still pending. all the names still pending. We've got we've got three months till that movie comes out. Think of how many episodes we can make about it. Name still pending. We just deep dive all the trailers, all the backstory, what's happening on set, what's going on in post production. Think about it. Oh God! By the way, Jesse, I never actually heard in the realm of other things. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down on Ahsoka. Were you? Um, Ahsoka was extremely okay. Yeah, it was Dave Filoni saying, "Hey, I know you guys like this stuff, so I'm going to put it all in the show." But here's what the show was: one group of people were here, one group of people were here, and then eight episodes later, nothing else happened. Nothing else happened. It was like, all right, I mean, like that was cool. I saw some cool stuff, but like, that wasn't a great show. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a weird vibe to have. I liked it, but it wasn't good. Sure. But it was fun. I liked it. Sure. Oh my god, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as the Marvels. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've watched that is like, oh, here's here's a plug. <laughs> uh, both of you would actually enjoy this. Uh, go watch Blue Eyed Samurai on Netflix. I heard that's cool. I also started watching uh, the new Scott Pilgrim show. Is that any good? I here's what I'll say. Just give the first episode a watch. Okay. No spoilers. No spoilers. Just give the first episode a watch. Okay. Uh, I will. I, I I'm back on the For All Mankind train. Started watching that again. Season four is out. Just started. What about uh, Monarch, the new Godzilla thing on Apple? Either of you watch that? I don't have. <laughs> Apple oh, plus okay. or whatever so i don't yeah, yeah. kurt kurt russell's in that show oddly enough 
I wasted my one free month of Apple Plus to watch all three seasons of Ted Lasso and then quickly canceled it. <laughs> not, I was like, not I a moved bad, on. Yeah, a good decision. A- Apple's kind yeah. of, I think Apple's actually doing very well uh, with all of their content, but I 100% understand there's too many fucking streaming services now. Uh, and, oh, I've canceled so many. And I'm as just Bron, like, I don't use this. As Bronze mentioned at the start of the show, I don't remember how or why, but if you get Peacock, Jesse, we could all watch Yellowstone together yeah no i'm not gonna get peacock <laughs> just not I, mean, I already canceled paramount plus i already canceled uh i'm trying to get the other one some other one the only things i have active quibi? at the moment you canceled your quibi what's a what's quibi i think they canceled on us bronze <gasps> i don't know what quibi is i think i have hbo max to get it free because of my apartment now. building yeah. and then i have netflix because my parents use it and i can't get rid of it Dude, i have <laughs> i think we're paying like 300 dollars a month with all of our services we've got 80 bucks a month for youtube tv apple tv disney plus peacock stars hbo max too much too much hulu Net, did I say Netflix? Netflix? Is there anything else? Oh, that's right. I have a Crunchyroll. I've I've got a Crunchyroll sub now for Crunchyroll two for One Piece. Yeah, because uh, uh, the fact that that yeah it, uh, upsets me so much. Yeah, I'm no, definitely right. paying like easily over two hundred dollars. Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, I, but the thing is, I also don't. My apartment complex switched over from just normal cable TV. To a brand new like satellite TV service, uh, I haven't installed that service at all because the new internet we have, instead of the cable where it's like a hundred down, thirty up, it's a thousand down, a thousand up. Nice. My internet and it, that's wireless. Yeah. So I'm living like an, an internet perfect world. I haven't inst- I haven't used my TV once for television if it wasn't like a streaming service. Yeah. Mm. So. My, you know, I'd not. Yeah, I'd I rather do like, this than TV. Sure. I feel like I've got my like Hulu's bundled with Disney Plus for me. I have yeah. like a little mm-hmm. bundle. Yep. And then I have like Shutter and Netflix most of the time. Oh, Shutter. I, we don't have a Shutter because I'm not a big horror uh, fan, but Shutter is a thing. I forgot about that. And I usually rotate out the Shutter. It's just like the this time of year, I like to binge. I try to always watch like 15 horror movies in October. It's just like a personal thing of mine. So sure. usually I have Shutter, and then like come sometime around February, I'll probably swap it out for HBO. And that's why I'll come to something like eight months late and be like, guys, I just watched Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Because My- <laughs> what happens is like I get a really good backlog where I get like two months worth of content that's worth watching. Sure. My new that's favorite honestly thing. Honestly, the smart, that's a smart move is to, because all these things where they try to scam you to keeping your account for months. And because they want to like, got to be in the cultural zeitgeist of the moment and watching this show. Yeah. Most of it, the smart move is to get your one month, binge all the things, cancel, move on. Like mm-hmm. that's how you should do it. It's it's probably the smarter way. My my newest thing, uh, I'm living in the future, y'all. I bought a a Quest Three, which is the uh, the the Facebook VR helm thing, right? Right. Right. Okay. But. I use the AR aspect of it. Okay. 
And so I get on the treadmill wearing my Quest 3. And, stinky and, ass. And my Quest 3. I've got Quest 3. I've got like right now I'm at five different giant instances. And one of those is a streaming service watching something on like a hundred inch giant virtual monitor. And then I've got like a Twitch stream here or like a, like a WhatsApp here. If my wife needs to message me or something like it's great. So basically what you're telling me is that I'm living in the future. You took, you took the like 15 monitors you own. Yep. And then put them in a VR headset that you then use when you work out. Yep. I must stress this to you. Use it when I'm doing my dishes, when I'm working out, when I'm walking around the house. (laughs) Stop it. I I made the mistake one night of wearing it uh, to bed. And that did not uh, sit well. Aaron actually tapped me on the shoulder and goes, what the fuck are you wearing? (laughs) Good woman. That's right. I said, I'm watching TV so you don't have to listen to it or see it and you could sleep in peace. She goes, why the fuck are you wearing that fucking mask? My, my anxiety could never. I have to be able to unplug. You know? Oh, yeah. This this is, I'm I'm always plugged in now. I just, it's great. Just walk around the house, got a VR headset in. It's fantastic. You are the lawnmower man is what I'm learning about you. Mind? Uh, yeah. No, I've, I lost my mind years ago. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm oh. living in this. this. You just watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on your... I could if I wanted to. I could. I could watch all seven seasons. You know, I could. I can. It's it's a full three hundred and sixty like uh, virtual world. So I could put Agents of Shield on one wall, or I could have it stay in a certain aspect of the house, and we could call that aspect of the house the Shield Room or something like that. And there would just be a painting that would then turn into Agents of Shield anytime I walked by it. You could do that. That's a thing you could do. And then put in humans on the other wall. That's exactly right, Shadow Kid. I could. This is what I've been doing for four months, y'all. It's great. We found his body emaciated and contorted <laughs> into some weird shape. And when we looked inside, all it was was reruns of inhumans. <laughs> we think it killed him. Like, well, case closed. <laughs> Oh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Anyways, uh, hey, we're doing a show next week. What do you guys want to do? I don't even know if we're going to have things to talk about. Uh, It is also Thanksgiving. I don't know. Well, Thanksgiving is Thursday. It's kind of, yeah, yeah, it depends on what people are doing. I don't know what they're doing with their life. Look, quantum mania could be watched. We do have some ratings to finish. If you guys really, really want to get into it you know what you know what kind of think we should do the live quantum mania rewatch it might be a good time that might be the perfect welcome to the holiday season you're gonna have lovey goody vibes for the rest of the year not today not today i let's burn this thing uh, to the ground hold on what uh mc is it mcucrew.com slash rankings slash yes uh so we watched wait did we watch thor love and thunder Mm -mm. no oh so then oh i'm sorry next film is ant-man and the wasp and then it's thor love and thunder Mm -hmm. oh that's gonna be a film 
this could be fun. Ant-Man and Quantum So Quantum Mania is two movies away. Because we watched Iron Man 3 is the most recent film. And that's good. I, I don't remember half this movie. I could actually watch a movie for the first time. And then you two with your fun quips and good jokes can keep can I watch the it? entire time. Can I watch it on stream with the two of you while wearing the VR headset? Um, I think you should only do that from now on. You should do the entire podcast <laughs> live with the VR headset on. The funny thing is you actually could. You, you, yeah, I think you should do I think you should do that. I think you should do that and uh, I think we should put like crazy web designs behind you and we'll call we'll call you it me, Madam web. Let's do and it. And you'll be the host for our new show worldwide web. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're on board. Perfect. Perfect. Bronze. Do some shout outs. I guess. Hi. Hello. Um, I'm that bronze girl. You can find me everywhere at that bronze girl. Uh, Oh God, I'm in so many things right now. All the things I was working on for the last four months are out. You can see me in Seattle by night. If you like vampire stuff, you can see me at Acquisitions Incorporated. If you like D&D stuff, that series finale is dropping Wednesday. The show I made is out. Daisy Quest, it's out. It's on YouTube. You can go see it for free or DaisyQuest.com for free. Go check it out. It, I've heard it's good. I don't know if it is because I don't look at my work favorably other than that I've been working on video games streaming um i've been doing youtube more and i've i've been posting or you get early access on patreon for stuff and i've got a video dropping soon about candela obscura Ooh. a little uh closer look at the newest tabletop rpg from darrington press so if you want to take a look at that stuff go go do the thing okay that's it that's my shout out it's very long i apologize oh you're good you're fine you know, Jesse, I could be Cyclops if I wore that I, with the quest. Like it could be a sure, bud. Yeah. Could do a Cyclops. Could be whatever thing. you want to be. Yeah. Damn, Jesse. Jesse. He doesn't want that Dude. to happen. Hey, crazy kids. Um, you know, right now, uh, speaking of on the screen, producer of many video games, our brand new demo, our free, totally free demo. For our wacky weird game with Molly Moon, uh, myself, Erdorf, Corporal Duke, and the genius behind Siren Head, Trevor. Um, we released a game over on itch.io called Excuse Me, Sir. The it is literally when you go there, it fluctuates between number one and number two right when you get to the page. It is hyper trending there, thanks to Instagram of all purposes. So shout out Instagram. I don't know why. And I don't claim to understand it, but I love you. And um, so that's that's out. And based on your feedback, when we uh, get deep into making the real game, we will 100% take it all into consideration. And uh, yeah, then if you like other goof things that I do, by all means, come and go over to the Jesse Cox channel. Well, right now you can you can join Dukes and I in our wonderful old new show. Where we're finally doing stuff. So that's that's it. That's that's really it. Thank you. I am Cyclops. Is this is that what he does? Does he do that? -na 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 -na. Yeah, but he touches the side. He touches the side. He does. -na 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 -na. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, if yeah, I do go... that, if I do this though, it turns on my it turns off AR, so I can't see anything. If you double tap, well, that's like a that, you problem. It sends, -na 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 -na. You in, sends you into -na 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 -na. the world. 
Wait, if I'm Cyclops, are you Beast, Jesse? Me? No, dude. I'm Jean Grey. Oh. No, Jesse's gold balls. What? Gold balls? Who the hell's gold balls? The real That's a real one. Is he in the show? Who the, all right, I got to look up gold balls. Who's gold balls? <laughs> Who the hell's he gold? The most random you know power. what? I'm gold balls. 100% gold balls. This is absolutely true. <laughs> Who's gold balls? Gold balls. He shoots gold balls, bro. <laughs> he shoots I, gold I, I just Googled he gold balls gold for balls. some reason. And then I typed gold balls Xbox. What am I doing? X-Men. <laughs> Fabio he, Medina. He can, gold, he can produce gold balls of different sizes from any part of his body, emitting the sound poink whenever they pop out. That's who I am. You found... <laughs> Bronze, you nailed it. You nailed my X-Men. What the Hell fuck? yes. It's Hell. like random but really effective at shit. Like, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah. he sh- When it shoots out of him, he goes, poink, 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 poink. That's great. Wait, then who is Bronze? Is Bronze uh rogue? No. Mm, I don't have Southern Bell energy. What if what if you were Storm and you just ask people if they know what happens to a frog when it's struck by lightning? Mm, no. Nah. Mm. Bronze is like Bronze yes. is like one of the ones that kind of like um What's that one that was all skin? <laughs> that one. What? <laughs> like one of the ones that like <laughs> no you know it was like awesome. All Thanks for being skin. here. All skin X-Men. All Isn't, skin. Wait, there's a person named Skin. I don't know. Like, I don't remember what that character did, but, you know, like one of those. Did or like you ever one, just uh, read? Uh, okay, I'm going to read this fictional character biography. Angelo Espinosa was a former gang member from the East Los Angeles area who faked his own death for numerous reasons to make sure his friend's Torres was not blamed for murder to hide his newly manifested mutation from his family, and to leave that part of his life behind. Skin was one of the four young mutants, including M, Husk, and Blink, abducted by Phalanx, a techno-organic alien race. The reason behind the abductions was so that Phalanx could uncover the secret behind their inability to assimilate mutants into their collective. Through their combined efforts and those of Banshee, Emma Frost, Sabretooth, Sink, and Jubilee, the four young mutants managed to escape their confines, although Blink sacrificed herself by using her powers to destroy the phalanx that had captured them. I changed my mind, Bronze. This is your character. What the fuck are comics? No, I don't even know what that is. No. Ooh. Somebody in my chat said I'd be Magneto, which is pretty on brand for me. I do have big Magneto energy, but I also Maybe. feel like I have big Psylo- Psylocke energy, too. Ooh, I think could it'd be, be probably one of Do you go wear the outfit? Mm, these are too cool I for could. you. I do lift. Mm. These are, These too, are cool. too cool. You got, you're like, um, I'm a nerd. What's that dragon that hangs out with Kitty Pride? That's who you are. <laughs> what? Fuck you. Dragon that dra- hangs out gold? with Kitty Pride. Is this because I said your gold balls? Yeah, you Lockheed? don't get to be cool if I get to be gold balls. Are you talking about <laughs> you Lockheed? You the dragon that hangs out with Kitty Pride. And the X Men, uh, Uncanny X Men number 153, Kitty's Fairy Tale. Kitty Pride, the teenage member of the X Men, uh, tells a bedtime story to young Ilana Rasputin, aka Magic. Who was living with X Men at the time? A story across the X Men, including the recently deceased Jean Grey and the roles of the fairy tale characters. One such character was a giant black dragon named Lockheed, who was based on the X Men's mm-hmm. modified Lockheed SR 71 Blackbird. 
So wait, it's yeah. a fictional character. He has a pet dragon. In a fictional character. He has a character. little tiny pet dragon. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Lockheed is a badass. So That's I'd be okay with that. I'm not wait, like so why does balls. He get to be Gold balls is badass, but he's goofy. Yeah, Gold I'm balls Cyclops. is badass, but he's goofy. I'm cool. You can be Lockheed. Well, why, why does Jimmy P get to be cool? I'm cool because I have I'm cosplaying. I'm we all cosplayer. know he's movie Cyclops, and let's not pretend. Whoa! Wait, but that means that me and you are in a relationship. <laughs> oh shit! No, I'm, I'm Gold Balls, bro. Oh, I thought we're you were not... Jean Gay. I thought you were Jean Gray. Still, you're Gold Balls. Yeah, no, right. Jean Gay would be right. <laughs> no, I'm Jean Gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gender bent Jean Gray. <laughs> the gender bent. Hell yes, Jean Gay, the popular. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I can't tell if you're flattered or offended that I said you're gold ball. I, no, I he's am into so, it. Gold balls looks amazing. He's gonna Are you make kidding this, me? He's gonna make this his identity. <laughs> yeah, gold ball. The man shoots balls and goes point 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 when he shoots them. That's oh, he's literally like a nerf or nothing kind of superhero. I love this guy. <laughs> nerf. Or you know nothing? who actually? Do you know the who guy, I when, would like, be? When they shoot like nerf balls at people. I would be Glob Herman. Glob that's what I'm Herman saying. I think X-Men you're Glob. That's like gelatinous with a with a skeleton in it. It's like simultaneously. That's what I sent like in chat. Gelatin. That's what I think you should be. Is Glob? Yeah, no, I'd be Glob Herman. Yeah, I love Glob, Glob. Herman. Yeah, sure. I'd be Glob yeah, Herman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I'm going to cosplay that. <laughs> I feel like I have the hardest assignment. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> you kind of. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna do this. Look at—I mean, how do you do that? Whoa! Never mind. I found—I didn't know this character exists, and I love this. A character named mm. Gin Genie. And you might say, <laughs> "Who is Gin Genie?" Gin Genie gets her name from the simple fact that her powers are derived in part from her level of intoxication. The drunker she gets, the more powerful she becomes. That's bronze. That's bronze. We have found bronze's character. Gingy, no. dude. Do you know? What, did thing. you see her history? She's cool, but the thing is, is that when I get drunk, I get more honest, and this gets me in trouble. So. Yeah, but that's because you're so powerful. You aren't bound by the shackles of of convention. What the fuck? Her I'm name is true. Becca Parker. She was a member of it's, and this this is on the Marvel fandom page. I don't know how official that is. I don't think it's that official, but. She was a member of the reality TV mutant force, a uh, mutant group X force. I didn't realize that was a reality TV. Uh, Jen Genie died on a mission with then named X force to rescue the boy band boys are us. <laughs> so I don't know how real that is, but hold on. It gets even crazier. I found another character. Uh, this is this. Uh, uh, Stacy X is apparently a mutant. Stacey X started her career as a mutant prostitute out in Nevada at a mutant brothel, the X Ranch. Yep. The X? The X oh, Ranch. Now I know where the brothel. inspiration for the boys comic came from. After the hate group, Jesse, you stopped reading at the most in, most riveting part. After the what hate group. What do you mean? Group, I, don't, I don't see that the part. Church what do you mean? The Church of Humanity destroys the ranch. Stacy then joins the X Men. She did not you know take really easily. To, you know uh, what sucks even more? Yeah, go ahead. Stacy X. What do you think her original name was? 
I know you're reading it, JP. You can't say, Bronze, what do you think your original name was? Nice. Is was- it, is the X a part of her last name? Stacy X. What do you think? What do you think your name was? No hints. Probably isn't like Stacy Chapman and they put the X in because she's doing X-rated work. Nope. Her original name was in fact X Stacy. Yeah. Uh, it's an ecstasy. Like ecstasy? But with an X, she literally just did this. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Jesse, you, you again, you stopped reading or interrupted me with the final thing. She plays a vital role in fighting Black Tom. Using her powers to seduce him and releasing the other trapped X-Men, allowing them to defeat him. She also proved to be a highly skilled fighter, even giving Wolverine a proper workout. I don't know what that, why that's written like that. Uh, where she got this training is unknown, much like everything else about her past. I, you know what? Bless the 90s. That has to be a 90s character. That seems so incredibly 90s. Or Wait, early what? 2000s. I, yeah, I'm I'm reading uh, her timeline. She was in a thing called Vengeance. So Stacy X mysteriously reappears later. She is shown having a three-way sexual encounter with Welsh pop star Sugarcane, and new character. <laughs> hold on, hold on, don't I gotta I gotta face it. And new character, the ultimate nullifier. In a high-rise hotel room after they are at a nightclub. The trio is interrupted by the sudden arrival of Magneto, who seeks to dis- discipline <laughs> Stacy. Hold on. Who seeks to discipline Stacy for what he considers to be her disgraceful decadence, which is embarrassingly tarnishing the collective image of Earth's too few remaining mutants. Magneto proceeds to magnetically trash the room and toss all of them around. However, the ultimate nullifier engages in combat. <laughs> and I'll leave the rest. Who the hell is the like, ultimate nullifier? <laughs> you want me to read me about ultimate right. nullifier? Magneto's no. basically like, there's not a lot of X-Men, or there's not a lot of mutants, and y'all are being sluts. Y'all better stop fucking. I think is that that's what, what he, he does? said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ultimate nullifier is a okay. fictional device of immense power. Wait, so how are they having a three-way with a fictional device? I don't know. It's a thing I from... Ask <clears throat> uh, look, well, I understand how it could be ni- used in a, like... It, but you made it seem like the ultimate nullifier was a person. It was a so, device that was originally introduced in 1966. It was described as the only weapon known in the universe capable of inspiring fear in Galactus. Sure, okay, but... That does so not all, explain. It all comes back to the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. It, this is going to come back. Is that they're going <laughs> to be having that three way with Stacey so X? This is going to show yep. up. Javier Bardem, Bardem is going to walk in. He's going to be in his planet. Yeah. And then they're going to get that that nullifying dildo. He's going to walk in. They're going <laughs> to. It's just no, going to have that can of compressed says, air. He's going to be like, whoa, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> you know? This feels like this is a misinterpretation because it clearly says that the ultimate nullifier is also a character. Oh, okay. I don't have that information. I, I, I mean, look, I yeah, completely agree. This sounds nuts, but yeah, you apparently might be- was a character. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. Oh, he sucks. 
Oh no! Look at this image. I don't oh know if I want no! To. I hate that this is what we have to end on. Look at this. I just read powers and ability of Stacy X, so I'm a little bit ruined. <laughs> Yo, this dude. Who is this guy? I can't believe Stacy X would fall for this. That's the ultimate boy. Fire! Oh my God! Look at this guy. <laughs> he's got porn star he, tattoos he looks he's like, got like uh billy joel from green day oh <laughs> <laughs> it totally does but like wow ripped. that's the ultimate nullifier right there that's him. that is truly terrible anyways he looks like he's about to go i am the fire starter <laughs> True. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. He looks like he is about to shoot that video. Or James Gunn. He's got the James Gunn hair. You might be right about that, Ravnim. All right. Anyways. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest. Oh god. Magneto is in the right in this. I hope he whooped all three of their asses. I ho- wow. I don't know what this happened in this comic, but I hope he appeared and was like this shit's disrespectful and beat the shit out of him because I too would be angered if I saw the last remaining mutants hooking up with his asshole. Like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. This is about survival of the species. Y'all banging this idiot? <laughs> I destroy you. <laughs> I'd be like, you're gone. I wipe you from reality. It's the ultimate nullifier, man. You can't you can't wipe the he nullifies you. He's the ultimate nullifier. No, Magneto Magneto nullifies the nullifier, bro. I don't know. I oh, would have thrown coins through his body. I would have been like, <laughs> there's got to be some metal and dildos. <laughs> I use those, like, like, throw it at. I'd is like he like 500 years old and just has like pennies in his pocket at this point? <laughs> like, what is he doing? If I was Magneto, I 100% would carry it like a stack of quarters i'd be like <laughs> so wait anytime he like goes me? out to fight he's like guys i gotta go by the bank i need my fucking roll of quarters before we go no no i'm saying send out in, justice. In, in, in a situation you know like he has to you know if he needs quarters he's got them are quarters the best currency to use or does he use like half dollars like i guess oh my god no no he uses quarters because what he does is he uses all of his quarters and he goes Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. Because I was about to say he was going to be like, I gave them no quarter. But he gave them all the quarters. So that's actually stupid. Anyway. What if he uses nickels then? Because no one respects a nickel. And then he says, I I gave them no quarters. Oh, my. No, he's like, he's like, I threw a dollar's worth of change at them. And and then they're like, and then he goes, but I used no quarter. (laughs) Why is he called Magneto at this point? (laughs) He's just like the quartermaster or some shit at this point. Yes! The quartermaster. The quartermaster! It's so good! He throws change at the enemy. The quartermaster throws change and it kills people. (laughs) And then at the end, in the the last frame of this first issue, he kills the guy with the dollar. And then he goes, but I gave him no quarter. Cut to credits. That is amazing. The that's, quartermaster? That's the that new Sony amazing. film. That's the next Sony film. They're going to make it. Get ready for Sydney Sweeney. Before Spider-Man, gonna there be, was the quartermaster. Who plays the quartermaster? Oh, who plays the quartermaster? Um, And then we'll end the show. Uh, oh, my God. I totally. Uh, I, I think Woody Harrelson would be a good quartermaster. I'm going to say Brian Cranston would be it. Okay, kind of same vibe. Kind of, kind of same vibe. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronze, for this important character, who would you like to play, play them? 
Yeah, who do you think should play the quartermaster? Yeah, who should play, should play the quartermaster? Oh, hold on. Um, Chad just trumped us. Bronzy, don't get a selection. He has been huh. cast. Gary Busey is the quarterback. <laughs> that would be pretty good. I was going to say Nicolas Cage. So Gary Busey is the Oh, my top that's guy. the winner. Yeah. That's the winner. Nicholas Cage. Do you Cage? imagine him saying those lines? He would go from a dollar, <laughs> but no quarter. <laughs> Holy shit. That would be amazing. That's terrible. That's terrible. Have you seen him in Color Out of Space? Yeah, he's a great, he's still a great actor. He's, he's great amazing. Actor, yeah. No, I mean, no, I'm just saying he <laughs> he would somehow make it. <laughs> he'd somehow make it good. He'd yeah. bring an energy that the quartermaster deserves. Like he'd <clears throat> bring 110% all Wait, the way. Did I tell you guys I watched The Flash? Did we talk about that? Oh, that movie sucks. Yeah. I finally watched that film, Nick Cage at the end of Superman. That's fucking wild. That's a wild bit. Hey, did you did you see the interview with Nick Cage? About that, he gave the most scathing review without saying anything mean. Where he was like, "Yeah, I was. Uh, I went there for about six hours, filmed the whole thing, put the suit on. Uh, what I saw in the movie wasn't anything I filmed, and that's like all he said <laughs> on it." I was like, "Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah the Flash is real stupid." Uh, He's like, "I saw a spider." I was like, "I didn't film a spider." Microwave. Yeah. The Flash puts a baby in a microwave. Dude, I yeah. Well, I don't have to, that's a whole other show. It is a truly terrible film. Anyway, The Flash is the worst part of that film. I do like uh, Supergirl. I thought she was good in that film. That's because she was very attractive. Very. She true. had no character. Hey, but Michael Keaton. Say anything. Michael say Keaton anything was else. Good. Michael Keaton. You're was insane. Also good. She had no character. She was like, I too am in this film and angry. You're like, sure. okay, cool. Sure. But like it was a look though. I was like, okay, I watch more of this movie. But no, that movie was terrible. That was a very bad movie. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. I haven't hit this button in four months. Let's see if it still works. Hey, it's our Woo! outro music. Thank you so much for watching the MCU crew. We might be back next week. I don't know. We'll let you guys know. Follow us on Twitter. You can check out the YouTube slash MJP. What? Oh yeah, for the quartermaster. Hollywood writing the script for quartermaster!